Neil Rogers is coming up next. QM Sports Time is 10 o'clock. You go back to Canada, you Jew bastard. Our teams out of the presidential race. We are leaving one track, but we are going on another track. Now, Howard pursues his true passion. We're not dropping out. Howard Dean sings the classic rock hits. say about that is or anything else for that matter 1001 at 560 wqm remember the good old days remember those days yes. what? yeah when well, we, we used to talk? have a little bit of freedom of speech not a lot when we used to say something besides that and the thing that just amazes me i'm just i don't know why am i amazed i don't know is that I you know. tell me nobody seems to care it's like like yeah. that I, what, what does it take is there any possibility of waking up the american public i don't think so no, no. stars i think is that what it is yeah i think that's what it takes Here's George's poll, by the way, we want to uh, point out. We got the lovely downtown Julie Brown featured on our be beaded uh, curtain. <laughs> wubba, wubba, wubba. <laughs> our beaded curtain section behind the, behind the velvet rope. There's Ernie Sloan back there with the downtown Julie Brown. You got to see what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go to neilrogers.com, you've got the beaded curtain section, which means you have to certify you over the age of 18 to look at it. <laughs> right, by showing your ID to the computer screen. Right, that's right. <laughs> Hold it up. I think it's kind of interesting that once John Ashcroft's uh, picture got on that website, that all of a sudden he got that gallstone pancreatitis, which he's still ill from, and which we say, right. yeah, don't die a real painful death, just die soon. That's what we say to the Attorney General. Anyway, uh, we asked what should be allowed over the uh, broadcast airwaves. George asked that on Friday. 1,941 votes. Anything allowed by the First Amendment? Well, that's back in the days when we had the First Amendment, back in right. the day. In the olden days. Oh, look at this, a piece of copy from that deadbeat Todd Dreck. I wrote the uh, date on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, but well, you got the wrong year. But at any rate, oh, we got some copy today, folks. I think since we can't say anything anymore, just listen to some of these spots today. That'll that'll make you laugh your ass off. Oh, I say ass? Correct them. Correct careful. Them 1,941 votes. What should be allowed over the broadcast airwaves? Not much anymore except, and maybe one of these, one of those. Anything allowed by the First Amendment, 1,435 votes. Anything that isn't profane, the seven words, the George Carlin dirty little words, like the one that uh, Hank uttered to screw in. And by the way, we'll get to that story. Whatever you said there, Hank, I multiply times a thousand, okay? I second that emotion and then some. Miserable, hateful bitch. Anything that isn't profane, 289. Only material that promotes God or Jesus, 140. I think they're talking about... No, God. Right. Jesus Anything Christ. that isn't sexual or excretory... Now, I've just changed it again. Uh, 49. Only, con <laughs> only content appropriate for children. 29 out of 1946. Little, little tiny, little yeah, children. Okay, here's the poll we're going to be doing today. 
I might just do a poll on this every day until I finally wake these bastards up. Well, good luck to you. Howard Sperm says uh, he's finished. I don't know what he said this morning because, of course, in South Florida you can't hear him. And I'm not in South Florida anyway, but even if I could, I wouldn't be listening. But he said on Friday that uh, they're on the verge of pulling the plug, not just on the six cheap channel stations, but nationwide. And we find out from one of the few real broadcast people in the building at QAM today that this week there are going to be 12 more FCC fines going to be coming down. I don't, I don't have any information to tell me who they're going to be uh, against. But I have a feeling that it might be against uh, some people, you know, including Howard Sperm. He's expecting a big one this week, and that'll, like, uh, that'll be the end. That'll be finito. So here's my poll question today, and I can't understand why it is so difficult to get it across to you people. You're having the First Amendment, the Bill of Rights, your freedoms are being stolen right in front of your eyes, and the public is like, and then Jim Sarney's right before I get to this poll. All these articles about Hank being suspended. Well, they didn't say he was being suspended, but he was. It's supposed to be a big secret. Till Greg opened up his big mouth with his uh, with his stoolie there, Barry Jackson at the Herald. If you want to see who the mole is, Greg, just look in the mirror. That big ugly thing on the top where most people's head is on the top of your neck. That's the mole, Greg. You're it. Where the hell is that? Oh, here it is, Jim Sarney. And the Sun Sentinel says, in, uh, in the middle of a bunch of rambling thoughts, he says. WQAM should pay callers who don't want to talk about the Dolphins the same stuff day after day. It is unlistenable. Absolutely. How do you like that, Jim Sarney? Mr. Sports Nerd himself, Mr. Usually Sucking Around Heavy Duty, says it is unlistenable. Absolutely correct, sir. All Dolphins, we don't even have a sports station. We don't even have a sports bar with a microphone. We have a Dolphin bar with a microphone. And mm. it is so ponderous. It's just, it's unbelievable. Anyway, here's the poll. Why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech? I think that's pretty direct. Don't you understand that? No. Could you explain it five more times? Okay. Why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech? What are you talking about? Here's the five choices. Because the media is mostly ignoring it. Because they're too stupid to understand it, meaning the public. Too stupid. Because they don't have any leadership. In fact, the only leader we got is, um, what's his name, from Wisconsin? Ron, uh, what's his name, Russ Feingold? You go, Russ. Good Jewish Democrat boy. Because they don't have any leadership, because they don't give a schmidt, or because freedom of speech is just a saying in America. I don't know which one I'm going to vote for. But it's tough. It's a tough choice. One of my usual great polls. Uh, I think I like the last one. They're pretty good. Freedom of speech, it's just a, a figure of mind. It doesn't exist. I got the second one. What is that? Stupid. Oh, is they stupid? Yeah. And speaking of that, where the hell was he this morning? Boy, we got some real tourist man at QAM. Where was the Mowmeister? I don't know. I don't know. Kind of a busman's holiday. If there's one thing I can't stand, stupid, is people that don't show up all the time. Stupid. Yeah, vacations and all kinds of stupid excuses. No more excuses, Mo. See, now I told you something to get to the Hank thing. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Neil. Yeah. They got Jews in Wisconsin. Anyway, getting back to what I was just about to say. Yeah, how many they got? About 30, man. Uh, about Hank. So Hank was suspended because he mouthed off at Screw Ann Winnick. Now, the thing of it is, Screw Ann went, to, uh, went crying to Greg. Oh, you know, that's uh, he's uh, calling me names. And like I said, whatever he called you, honey, believe you me, I, I don't know what it is, but it was an understatement, okay? No matter what the words were, an understatement. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if that's an actionable offense, 
according to company guidelines. How about the day that I was there in January and I walk into the, I come out of my car, I go in to walk in the door, and there's the mow man who says to me, F you and F the ground that you walk on. Well, how do you like that? Yeah, we're huh? love. That was before he made that feeble attempt to try to win me over uh, on his side. Which I almost got sucked into for one day, one day of weakness. But at any rate, well, what kind of, what kind of activity is that? Talk about an unacceptable, a hostile workplace and environment? You should file a complaint. Should file a formal complaint. Because as far as I'm concerned, that's a bunch of, Crap. right. We still, we still can say, Crap. but I will say that, and I like the best about what they're doing now with the taking away your, uh, all your entertainment, taking away humor, taking away comedy, taking away anybody's ability to say anything. Is that not only are they making up the rules as they go along, but they're just making up the amounts of money, the fines. Oh, not not uh, twenty-seven thousand five hundred, not two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. How about five hundred thousand? Well, I got a better idea. How about a billion dollars? How about a cajillion? How about a billion dollars? For example, there's one billion, there's two billion, there's three billion dollars, and it's not even ten after ten yet. We're already three billion dollars in a hole. I can't say in a hole. Can't say hole. No. See, there you go. Just making it up as they go along, and the public sits back, like like that. And this isn't the Republican Democrat thing either. Like I've been trying to tell you for a long time, there's one party that's more malignant, and we know which one that is, the one in power right now. But they both suck. Your government doesn't care about the Bill of Rights. There's nobody other than Russ Feingold that I'm seeing that's got the balls to stand up there and say, hey, guess what? You're just making up this crap as you go along because you want to cater to the right-wing lunatics out there. To the Senator Max Brownback of Kansas, who's a raving lunatic, and all these other right-wing religionists. These goody two-shoes. You know, it's very simple. If you don't like a show, turn it off. No, if you don't no. like the language on a show, don't no. watch it. Nope. If you don't like uh, the acting, don't watch it. Watch something else. Watch uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons. Anything you like. Oh, not anything you like no more. It's all over with, boys and girls. I've been trying to tell you that for a long time. And this past couple of weeks, it's just astonishing to me. I'm over there in Europe, in Berlin and Amsterdam, and every day I'm going online on the Internet, in those Internet cafes, which are great, by the way. Thank, thank goodness for the Internet so far. <laughs> so far. While supplies last. Yeah, when they finish with cable TV and satellite radio, then they'll start working on the Internet. That'll be next. This is fascism at its worst. This is, in my lifetime, mm -hmm. this is the worst attack on American freedoms ever. There's nothing that even was close. Even the McCarthy era was a picnic compared to this. Right. And here the public sits back. What time's the game on? <laughs> Who's going to be the quarterback for the Dolphins? You're right, Jim Sarney. With all due apologies to my close personal friends at QM. And by the way, I'm 100, I'm 500 percent behind Hank Goldberg. Okay. <laughs> How many humper? Get his ass back there on the air. And, and Greg Reed's quoting Barry Jackass's column. This is unbelievable to me. Reed was noncommittal about Goldberg's future with WQM. I want to take some time and talk to my corporate people. Reed said. This could have been resolved in a day or two, but because of the actions of the attorneys, it's forced us to look at the totality of Hank's contribution to the radio station and his performance. What a crock of crap that is! What this man has done for that radio station, in spite of a minimal promotion or minimal assistance, speaks for itself. It's legendary. He's a, uh, a, a big shot, okay? Big time. All the way. Last trends come out, afternoons, bad. In fact, this station, between 10 in the morning and 7 at night, we're doing just fine, okay? Not the big gigantic numbers we used to have before, because uh, Arbitron can't figure out how to uh, do the numbers anymore. Anybody or, who speaks English, or they do know how to do them, but they just don't want to. 
And then our consultant, Bill Tanner, he goes in Radio and Records magazine and is whining on behalf of these Spanish-language stations that he represents that he's a consultant for. Oh, Arbitron just doesn't know how to do it right. Yeah. I got a lot to say about you, Miss Tanner, okay? Bitch. Anyway, I can't say that. Speaking of nasty bitch, I'm going to tell you something right now. This piece of copy, I want everybody in the audience, I want you to listen, I want you to hang it. If you think that Hank was out of, out of control and bitching out our sales manageress, screw Ann Winnick, if you think that I get carried away by talking about a bunch of salespeople who couldn't find their damn toenail with a, with a compass in a search party, wait till you hear this piece of copy from the great Troy Stratford. Oh! You got it in yours, I don't have one. The one I caused oh, Troy. Oh, Troy, you don't? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I do. do. Troy! I got it! Troy! Oh, holy cow! <laughs> Troy! You're an idiot, Troy! Troy! You're a moron! Troy! Are you overweight? Problems controlling your diet because you're a diabetic? The answer to your problems is Blance for life. Blance. Troy! Yes. No culling. No shipping. No cleaning. No worries. Just results. Troy! Three gourmet meals, G-O-R-R-M-E-T. Three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks. Delieved right o your door. Setup, S-E-T-P. Let me read that sentence again. Three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks delieved right o your door. Setup. Now throughout the month of March, you or a loved one can win a free month of Balance for Life. Just log on to their prestigious website, balanceforlife.com, and check out their contest page to see how you can win a free month of Balance for Life. Or better yet, call them and tell them that Troy is an idiot. Call 954-568-3229. That's 954 954- Troy! 568-3229. Balance for Life. It's the real weight loss program. Not a drastic or crazy diet regimen. That's only going to force you to put on more weight when you're finished. Once again, that's balanceforlife.com. Log on and change your life for good. And change Troy. for good too, please. Oh my God, your breasts are beautiful. George Bush sending troops on down. He's gonna make some peace from riots in the streets. Total anarchy as soon as Aristide was walking out the door. Yaman. I kinda get the feeling it's a setup for Bush to help his campaign now. Pretty soon it'll all get at 560 WQM on Happy Monday to you. Every day is going to be a real unhappy, miserable day until we get something done. I'll tell you that right now. No more happy days. That's what Ronnie Howard said. No more happy days for him. 90 votes on the poll so far. I ought to have like 300 on there already. You people ought to be foaming at the mouth. Instead, they're probably busy looking at downtown Julie Brown. Well, while they still can, well, I guess. Enjoy it. Get behind that beaded curtain while you still can, boys and girls. And others shut it down. At least over the age of 18. I shouldn't have said boys and girls. Over the age of 18. Before it turns into an iron curtain. Right. No, it already did. 101 votes. Why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech? God, it. Huh? 
What? I told you it was good. <laughs> no. Yeah. That, this is going to be 90% of the show from the right. In fact, that spot for balance for that uh, bland, right. blanche for life. I think Jeannie must have written that spot. My maid Jeannie, I think she was writing about blanche for life, something like that. You ever use that Clorox blanche? It's great stuff. Hey, Troy, man, I'll tell you one thing. You can't complain about your IQ. What an idiot. 105 votes because they're too stupid to understand it. 42. They're stupid because the media is mostly ignoring it. 21. They're worried about a coup in Haiti, which we stuck the guy in there uh, two or three different times already. Clinton sent 20,000 troops in there in 1994 to get his ass back in there. And they're worried about a coup in Haiti, which the guy, what's he complaining about? He's in the Central African Republic, for crying out loud. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Well, I mean, he can't make any phone calls. And he can't do any more interviews and stuff like that. But, you know, to say that he was kidnapped or that it was a bloodless coup. Meanwhile, we got a bloodless coup in America going on right now. Bubba the Love Sponge in Tampa, off the air, that brought out there in uh, California. What the hell was her name on that uh, artsy-fartsy station? I don't know. I got it here somewhere. Did you have that story? Yeah. Well, I don't remember. Her name was uh, uh, Sandra Singh Lowe. Don't uh, KCRWFM in uh, Cal California, and uh, she got canned because she uh, taped some commentary, and there was a four-letter word in there. We don't know which one because, God forbid, they should put that in the Sun Sentinel. See, this is another thing. It's not just whether you can hear the Howard Stern show or the Neil Rogers show or the Bob and Tom show or the Bubba the Love Sponge show or any other damn show. That's just the start. Next, it's going to be where you're going to get your news. Well, there won't be any more NBC or CBS. There will only be Fox. No more ABC. There, just Fox. All spin all day. And there won't be any Sun Sentinel or even a Miami Herald anymore or New York Times or Washington Post. You're going to be getting all your newspaper from wherever they, all your information from whatever newspaper they tell you. I have never even dreamed in my wildest nightmares that this could go on. In broad daylight, just like the way they stole the election in Florida, right there in front of your faces, right in broad daylight, with that goofy judge with a big eye looking up at that uh, Chad, you know, Google, hanging Chad. Google eye. I think that's what they're going to be doing on Passions today is hanging Chad. But at any rate, yeah, things are going back to that stage. You're going to probably hang him from a goddamn maple tree. Wouldn't surprise me at all. And America just sits back, you know, blah, 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 like that. Nothing faces us. Nothing bothers us. We're too busy. What are they worried about? I don't know. And and the excuse about the Janet Jackson thing, that flap, that that was just the opening, if you pardon the expression, that they were waiting for. That's just exactly what the the Nazis were waiting for. We got the word police. We got the uh, nose-picking police. We got the sex police, the pleasure police, the smoking police, the jaywalking police, the radio police, the TV police, the booby police. By the way, guess who died? I give up. Why are you let me get so excited on my first day back no, after like a nice it. vacation? Great. I don't. I'm really pissed off and fired up. Not 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 for a show. I mean for real. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just really foaming at the mouth with anger and hostility and psychosis. That stuff that was okay ten years ago and it was okay twenty years ago. Now all mm -hmm. of a sudden it's not okay. Not only is it not okay, we're gonna find you a trillion dollars. Right. And then we're going to take away your license. Well, it's time that it stops. And your shoes and your pop-up toaster. Whatever you got, we want it. Well, it pops up, doesn't it? Yeah. No, I, see, there he goes again. I can't help it. Yeah, well, you better help it, okay? 
Just think about those two little kids you got, okay? Forget about your wife. I know what she did to you, but think about those little kids. <laughs> All right. Stop uh, saying you can't help it. You better start helping it right now. Guess who died? I already told you. There, there's a picture here. If you can go to the CNN.com, you you must see before you die. You must see this picture. It's from sport, or you can go directly to a SportsIllustrated.com. The story is Ted Williams' son, dead of leukemia, age 35. He died. And there's a picture. John Henry Williams talked to his father, Ted Williams, on February 17, 2002, in Hernando, Florida. And Ted is in a wheelchair with a, uh, I mean, even in the produce section at Publix, you'll never see vegetable like this. All right, I'm on it. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Have you got the picture? Yeah. And? And uh, what's that thing on his lap? Forget about the thing on his lap. Look at the look at his puss. Yeah. Look at that. Oh like my Strom God. Thurman. So anyway, first he died. He died. And now his son died. Now the reason that there's uh, and nobody would even care about this except for the fact that this son, John Henry Williams, was the um, centerpiece of that controversy surrounding his father's remains. He's been battling leukemia for months. In December, he had a bone marrow transplant using a donation from Claudia, his youngest sister. Uh. Williams said in October he'd been diagnosed with acute, my, I can't read that word, some kind of le le leukemia that month at UCLA Medical Center. Ted Williams' brother, Danny Williams, who had leukemia, died at the age of 39. After his father died, July 5th, 2002, that's my mother's birthday, by the way, July 5th, John Henry Williams had his father's body taken to an Arizona cryonics lab for freezing, setting off a battle with his half-sister who said her father wanted to be cremated. Now, maybe he was already frozen before they took that picture we're looking at, you think? Huh? Oh, everybody's got to take a look at that. Forget about downtown Julie Brown for right now. you got to see Ted in that chair. Wow, 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 wow. Holy cow. Anyway, the uh, youngest daughter dropped her objections in December 2003. The matter was settled, and uh, whatever. They got his uh, frozen head somewhere, his shrunken head. In fact, you can probably buy it at the uh, flea market. Hanging from the rearview mirror. Sure. Uh, did he say rear again? Rectum. There you go. Damn it. Oh. You're getting right close to the edge. Let's see. Bill says, I could barely get up to walk to the fax machine to send you this. My sides are killing me. The balance for life spot was the funniest damn 60 seconds of radio I've heard in a long time. I'm not, I'm sure if it wasn't so pitiful to you, it would make you laugh, but I understand all you can do about it is cry. And Bill says, that is great radio. How do you like that? Well, at least Fussy says, that. long live free speech. Oh, there ain't no free speech. See, now the whole country is getting, uh, like Dade County, where free speech was eliminated a long time ago. That. Is great radio. A little late, Larry, but thanks. And that's what Bill says. Sorry, too late for long live free speech. Thank you, Bill. Glad you got a good chuckle out of Troy being such a jerk, such a schmuck, such a chocolate-headed goofball. Oh, there he goes again. See, going to get in big trouble I with know. Greg. Habit. By the way, speaking of Greg Reed, thanks very much, Greg, for my 20th anniversary on Miami, the Friday before I left on vacation, a week ago Friday. Not a card, not a note, not an email, not an up yours, not a, hey, congratulations, nice going, Neil didn't come into the studio, nothing. Just totally ignored by Greg Reed. That's the kind of guy that we work for. Just like Hank says, you can't talk to this guy. That's why it always winds up with the attorneys. If there's any kind of disagreement, any kind of ugliness, which it, that's just the way business goes, you know. You're dealing with an emotional cripple. His name is Greg Reed. And so everything always gets ugly and out of control. Greg hates you. Good. The feeling is mutual, okay? God. Well, unhappy anniversary to you, too, Greg, although in your case, I guess, well. 1027 at 560 WQM. Are you in a dead-end job working for some real schmuck? Yes. Are you underpaid and overworked? If you'd like a new high-paying career, but you just don't have four years to waste on college or maybe the money to get you through it, then you still can do something smart. 
Pick up that instrument and call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And by the way, if Todd Drack asks for an air check at this spot, Josh, the answer is no, no. we don't do air checks because Todd's an idiot. Fast Train can have you trained and certified for a high-paying computer network professional career in as little as four short months. It's true. It'd be true. You can be fully trained and ready for a new career in as little as four short months. Let's see, April, May, June, July, uh, July. Like maybe by the time my mommy's birthday comes around again, if it might. Fast Train offers day, evening, weekend classes to fit around your schedule, too. Fast Train offers job placement assistance, financial aid for guys who qualify. And with six, uh, I think it's seven now, by the way. See, this is an old piece of copy. They try to cover his ass with. Fast Train's got seven convenient Florida locations now to serve you. So don't delay. Pick up that phone and change your life for real right now. Call Fast Train toll-free at 866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on the web, fasttrain.com. Don't delay. Call them today, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. Live, live and local. Here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. Yeah. Fired up when I hear someone say that. What word did you say? The word police police the the from ourselves. What you say, you better or else. Your bus stands, your bus stands. Yeah. The words police are monitoring every goddamn word I say. I'm finding me. Why do they say this must be free? You are violating American 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 values. So Eric says, uh, can we add because they're lazy to the pull? Sure, go for it, Eric, whatever you like. It's a little extra work for you, but you can handle it, okay? Look, I'm burning up them calories up there. It's better than Blanche for life. Well, there's the billboards, thanks to the lovely Miguel. Look at that thing. Now, what is it? What is that? Uh... Local coverage. Well, that's cute. It Isn't looks it? like uh, somebody's attractive. Rectum. Some lovely female. That local right. coverage. Clever, like thought went into it. Right, and there's a real sick-looking picture of me. Well. No, come on. With those old <laughs> glasses on. Come on. Even for me, that's pretty bad. Listen, 10 to 2, WQM. Uh, does it have my name on it, or is it just like? Uh... Dude, right on top. Sports radio, well, the thing is so big, it's huge. <laughs> you wish. It, it is. It's a gigantic billboard. But there you go. See, Greg's taking care of me big time. <laughs> Up yours, Greg. Idiot. And don't be messing with a humper, okay, in the afternoon. Hey, stupid. Jesus, what is wrong with that place? Every time I go on vacation for a couple of days, I come back and the whole place is falling apart. Oh, Hank got suspended because he bitched out Screw Ann Winnick. See, here's the deal. Hank comes to work last Tuesday. Pulls into our uh, covered parking area down there for the big shots like us. And Screw Ann has got the uh, door of her Jaguar evidently ajar. Her door is ajar. 
Quite frankly, I think her rectum is ajar too. At any rate. Oh, I got a. Oh, I had such a great line. Can't do it though. Nope. Nope. Just can't let it go. Do it. it had something to do with <laughs> something that you buy in jars in the supermarket. But anyway, Shelly. So when you know, will you shut up? Here we go. So uh, Hank's gonna pull in and the park his uh, Jumobile, whatever he's driving, and Sam? she's got the door open to her car. She's busy, bah, 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 you know, doing her Yenta routine. Obnoxious, nasty bitch. And so uh, Hank uh, honked the, uh, gave her a little honk, a little honky, and wanted to pull in there. So I guess she finally closed her door. It says Goldberg says she gave him an angry look. This is according to Jim Sarney, who says the QA minute of the sports talk is boring. Goldberg cursed at her. I'm ready to go back to work, but I don't know what's going on, Goldberg said, who was in New Orleans uh, over the weekend on a horse racing assignment for ESPN. Greg Reed hasn't talked to me, hasn't asked me what happened. I don't know if I've been suspended. I don't know if I'll be back on Monday. So he was suspended. He was asked to go home. He was told to go home on Tuesday, right? Is that correct? Okay. You know because what I do. Evidently, see, I don't, I don't, the one thing that Hank really bugs me is the way he wimps out so easy. He did this the last time, too, when they lied and said he was suspended before we came on the station. Remember that? Yes. He was suspended in 97 because allegedly criticizing uh, Wayne Hypinga. That had nothing to do with it. He was suspended back then because of the fact that he bitched out Greg's close personal buddies, the water Nazi, and Screwan again. There is always Screwan in the middle of things, huh? <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't do it. Roy! Was it filter fish? At any rate. So, uh, and of course, Greg doesn't talk to him, and uh, Hank has to call Sandy Bohr, his attorney, and say he's all bent out of shape, and rightfully so. Uh, don't mess with the humper, okay? He's one of the centerpieces of our radio station. You've already butchered enough enough, Greg, in the last couple of years. You've butchered, and we can't recover. Well, that last trend, man, you can't complain about that morning number because we don't have one. It's just, it's pathetic. Anyway, here's the facts. Boy, the faxes are coming in one and one. Just, just like the calls, you'll see. Watch. WQAM, hello. Okay. I was wondering, uh, happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. Is that today? No, it's next week. Oh, okay. 17th. Uh, you played a bit a while ago. I was wondering if you could play it again. Uh, I want to kiss a butt. You won't let me? Uh, can't say right now. Let me think about that I don't one. Think so. No, we can play that. Yeah, if you can find it. I'd appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Okay, get your tape recorder going. He's still testing us, I think. Why the hell would we want to play that right now? Let, let, let's think about it, okay? I'll assemble the committee. Okay, let's get the Beasley committee over there in uh, Fort Myers, Naples, working on this. What do you think? Well, he hasn't started saying anything yet. I was riding on the train to, to Austin, Texas. Okay, that's okay. So far. Oh, when a very lovely lady sat next to mine. Oh, my God. Yeah. When she got up to eat, she asked if I would hold her sight. Ah! I was more than happy too. And now there's more I'd like to do. Rectum. I wanna kiss her, but she won't let me. That's double entendre. Yeah, it is. It sucks, act. But what's wrong with kissing her butt? I want to whisper sweet nothings in her. Ah, that's it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Give you a little, ta a little taste there, so to speak, but that's it. That's as far as you go, old man. 
Let's see. Here's a fax who says you pick on George a lot. I finally understand why. He single-handedly ruined my entire weekend just by playing a song. On Friday, in the middle of the one to two hour, he sets off this Christian song about abortion. What the hell? Now, that's terrible. It brought down my entire mood, made my whole weekend very depressing. Could you play it again? <laughs> what song is that? Somebody sent me a CD full of uh, strange, weird uh, audio that uh, I, don't, I can't imagine was ever played on the radio anywhere. But uh, I played it. It's, it sounds like this, and it goes on forever, and it's depressing and brutal. It's a baby talking about how mommy ripped him up. Ooh. Yeah. How grotesque. Yeah. Tasteless. But it's what they want to hear, those right wingers. It's their Well, stuff. we're not playing no right wing crap when I'm on. If you're on, you want to pander to them, go right ahead. If you want to try to pacify them, I say screw them. Screw all you right wingers, you crazy people. It was <laughs> That's you. The sound of things to come. Yeah, well, not not in my country, okay? <laughs> Maybe in your country, mister. I'm just a visitor once in a while. Phil in Mudgate is pissed off and disgusted, says, I'm in total agreement there's no such thing as free speech. People in this country behave like zombies in a George Romero film. They only respond to base animal instincts of food, McDonald's, and sex. Well, there's nothing wrong with sex. I did eat McDonald's twice in Amsterdam. Yeah, do they uh, the food still there. dip their mayonnaise? Uh... Yeah, they dip it in mayonnaise. There is very little and usually no thought of reasoning involved. I heard a depressing statement from John Kerry on the Stern situation when Kerry... Yeah, uh, he, 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 yeah right. He didn't stick up for Howard. He said, well, you know, he's got a right to do his thing, but if Clear Channel doesn't want to let him on the air, then they don't have to. Well, what, just a cop-out, just a wimp. Freedom's dead. It said, let's bury our head. This must replace land of the free home of the brave is our country's motto. We're going to have Mitch Lewis or somebody redo that um, Freedom's Dead bit. I, uh, Freedom's dead. Yes. Emailed him this morning about that. Good. I know he'll, uh, the good uh, American that he is, he'll come through for us. Be our close personal friend. We don't have that many left no more. Because unless you're a right-winger, they're going to kick your ass out the door. But make no mistake about it. Freedom said, freedom said, let's bury our heads. And so on Friday, Howard Stern is ranting and raving, and rightfully so. Although I will, I will say this with all due respect to Howard. This issue isn't about the Howard Stern show. Oh, come on. He's just, you know, the most notable celebrity in the middle of it. But it's, it's about freedom. It's about freedom of speech. It's about fascism. It's about... People just arbitrarily, your government sitting around saying, well, you can't do this and you can't say that. Based on what? Well, we just decided. And right. if you do it, we'll find you a trillion dollars. We don't like it. In fact, <laughs> oh, that's two trillion right there. And this one, five trillion. You're already like ten. We, it's not even 11 o'clock yet. And the Beatles already 11 trillion dollars in a hole. An anxious Howard Stern said Friday, the FCC is on the verge of pulling the plug on his radio career and predicted it would issue a blitz of new indecency fines aimed at dethroning him as the king of all media. And, of course, the fines are coming down this week, uh, a dozen of them. We don't know who or what. we got a pretty good idea, though. Howard said, my days are over. I've become too much of a symbol of a country out of control of the religious right. That's why I'm saying my goodbyes now. I'm about to be served up on my head on a platter because all I want to do is make people laugh. And that, see, that's, that's the most important yeah. thing. Bottom line. Freedom of speech is, uh, well, no, that's the second most important thing. Freedom of speech is the most important, but after that, comedy. People mm -hmm. laugh because the stuff is funny. Not because it's titillating, not because it's uh, pandering, because it's funny. But you can't be funny no more in America unless you, everything has to be boring funny. Ha <laughs> ha, slap the knee. We just, we just set the clock back 50 freaking years, boys and girls. Because we have to pretend we're talking to a bunch of little children. Even though right now, in the middle of the daytime, little children are all in school. But don't confuse the FCC with that. Don't convince, uh, confuse Michael Cops or Michael Powell with that. 
bunch of Nazi bastards is what you people are. You're not fooling me. And I'll guarantee you right now, one thing on this show is that you're not going to hear, you're not going to smell a fart that's over the line. How do you like that? Right. You fascist of the FCC. All of our farts are going to be so medicinal, they're going to smell like roses. They're going to smell like lilacs. Through HEPA and charcoal filters. In fact, they're going to smell like Joe Roses. How do you like that? Joe Roses. Farts. <laughs> 1043 at 560 WQ. Ask Gildy. He's had his head up in there a few times. He knows. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, and zero discounted points. Get yourself the unbelievably new low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a mere 334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay just 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call them today at their new number and check this out. Call 1-866-395-LEND. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property like I just said. Get the new low-rate financing of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group and never, ever pay those closing costs again. Call 1-866-395-LEND for the Financial Group. For all the details, no obligation. 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates are subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. My local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. From the makers of the Passion of the Christ comes Passion of the Christ on ice. All the violence of the movie you loved, but with a triple-axle crucifixion. See columns of graceful Roman soldiers whipping and weaving around the magnificent Messiah. The New York Times reports, these skaters really nailed this one. And USA Today says, jumping Jesus, Christ on ice is cold-blooded fun. Bring the kids to witness and savior each moment they cross. The grace, the glory, and the suffering of Christ on ice. Audience members may experience nausea, dizziness, death, or resurrection. 1048 at 560 WQM. It's a sad, sad Monday, March number 8, boys and girls. The Ides of March is upon us a little bit early this year, wouldn't you say? Early. Here's a fact that says I was in Atlanta last week. Heard Scott Farrell on the radio. He follows Bob and Tom, and I thought this must be a decent station until he announced the Schmidtmeister was on at 2 o'clock. Anyway, Farrell is just a shadow of his former self, is what it says here. Just a shadow. <laughs> With all the things going on, he's doing his job. What, what kind of a dog he should buy? I mentioned every two minutes he really needed a check and he couldn't say anything bad. How come he didn't get the message when I tried to tell him that when he was here? Huh? Good question. He could still be on the air doing 8 to 10 with all due apologies to uh, Joe Rosen, his lovely uh, ro lilac-smelling farts and all that dolphin talk. He could actually be still on the air if he would have just listened to me. He wouldn't listen to me. And so now he's resigning. And, of course, since that time, when did he get canned in November? Something like that. This is March. He was in Chicago doing a man-cow sidekick thing. Now he's in Atlanta. So that's like three jobs in uh, November, December, like four or five months. So maybe finally, for his sake, finally he gets the message. So on the one hand, it's very sad that he has to be doing a, you know, <clears throat> a namby-pamby show. On the other hand, at least maybe there's good news. He, he finally uh, wised up. He needs the check. Take the money to the bank, baby. That's what I told him. Would he listen to me? No, not to me. No. no. 
What do I know? So when I'm in Europe, there was a, a piece on the BBC about Silvio Berlusconi, who's the crooked prime minister of Italy, one of the most crooked people on the face of the earth, big, big, obnoxious. He reminds me a little bit of a cross between George Steinbrenner and Donald Trump with a little bit extra grease thrown in. Silvio Berlusconi, who owns the main TV stations, Rai Uno, Rai Due, Rai Tre, whatever the hell it is in Italy. He owns all the TV stations that anybody watches. And so he decided just arbitrarily, like your FCC here, he decided that satire was going to be banned from Italian TV. Satire. Mm -hmm. One of the oldest forms of humor in the, in the history of the human race. Satire. Can't do that no more. Why? Because they were making fun of him. So just one day, in between his uh, feedings of uh, pasta, whatever the hell he was eating, he just decided, arbitrarily, no yeah, no more satire. No That's it. That's the end. No finito, finito. No Silvio Berlusconi, my ass. And I kept thinking about what's going on in America when I saw that piece, and the same damn stuff is going on right here, and the public is like that, just like that. And, of course, I see number two on a poll so far because the media is ignoring this thing about what the government's doing to freedom of speech and freedom of your choices and entertainment and humor and whatever else. Now, Tom Jicka wrote that great column. Remember the one I read on the air? Yes the day before I went on vacation, yes. a week ago Friday. And he wrote a couple more columns, too. Nice going, Tom. But I'm, you know, at my Internet cafes in Berlin, Amsterdam, every day I'm scouring, scouring, not just the Sun Sentinel and the Herald, but every newspaper I can think of to try to find, you know, some more information. What the hell's going on here? What's going on with Howard Sperm? What's going on with uh, all of this stuff? What's going on with us? And Glenn Garvin from the Herald writes kind of a, you know, a supercilious column there in the Herald, you know, the TV guy who once in a while turns on the radio, I guess. Quotes me, he says, Neil Rogers, who's a frequent critic of Stern. First of all, am I a frequent critic? How, how often in the last ten years have we talked about Howard Stern on this show? About 30, man. Yeah, average of maybe two, three times a year. And you rip him a hell of a lot more than I do. Yes. All, I, all I said is that, and in fact, I said the same thing that most of his groupies have said. If you look at all the web chatter that's going on now about this stuff. And that he used to be a hell of a lot funnier. His show used to be great. And now, not so great. And, of course, in South Florida now, yeah. Unlistenable because it ain't on. Now, where, where's the follow-up, Tom Jicka? Where's the follow-up, Glenn Garvin? Where's the follow-up to the fact Clear Channel isn't going to put that show back on our stations? Where's the follow-up to the relationship between Clear Channel and Bush? Although Jicka had that in one of his columns. But there's not nearly enough. The media is too worried about about uh, Haiti. They're worried about. They're worried about uh, gay marriages. People are peeing in their pants about, as if that's going to change something, one way or the other. They're worried about a bunch of puff pieces about caca, about crap, while your free the freedom of speech has just been decimated. Did you vote for Michael Powell? I beg your pardon. Did you vote no, for Michael Cox? No, did we vote for any of these people to be on the FCC? No, we did not. No, they're appointees. Nobody voted for any of these people, these these appointed lunatics who sit around arbitrarily and decide, well, uh, you can't do this and you can't say that. And and I remember uh, as clearly as it was yesterday, that awful FCC song was the out, out, mm -hmm. the byproduct of it. 1986, or was it 87? Whatever the hell it was, 86. And that's when they came down with this grotesque ruling about... Sexual activity or excretory, sexual, uh, what, what is it again? I have to sexual better get it Sexual activity and excretory function. That's not it. Get it right, mister. Well, I don't want to get it wrong. 
Let's see. Uh, must constitute a patently offensive description or depiction of a sex act, organ, or excretory function. That's what they came out with 18 years ago, and I remember having a fit about that, and I started a thing called So Far, Save Our First Amendment Rights. You want to know why? Because I'm a naive schmuck. I'm a moron. A moron. Absolutely. A fool. And I had people sending in money, and we raised thousands of dollars, and we put ads in the uh, uh, broadcast publications in Billboard magazine and radio and records and in New York Times. Mostly appealing to people in the broadcast business. If you if you got a search party, if you went all around the world like Robinson Crusoe, and you tried to find a more spineless group of people than people in broadcasting, you couldn't find them. How many responses did we get from the people in the broadcast industry to appeal to them to fight back against this this arbitrary censorship that they were imposing? Oh, none. none. Zero. Zero. There was nobody in the broadcast. All they were interested in doing is like kowtowing and, uh, oh, please, please, please don't uh, come after us. And so you're seeing the same horse crap going on right now. Save our First Amendment rights, my ass. And so all everybody's doing now is just scrambling. Oh, please don't fine us, and please don't take away our license, and please don't keep making these restrictions up as we go along. Let me say it again. How can it possibly be? You know, I'm thinking of Jack Parr, who just died. And when he died, everybody's talking about that WC incident when he walked out from NBC because he had some joke using the letters WC, which stood for water closet, which back wow. in those days in the 50s, I mean, that was toilet. Toilet, toilet yeah, humor. Had to say water closet. And we finally, not only did we get beyond that, but we finally got to the point where we had Mr. Whipple on there squeezing the Charmin. And we have yeah. people talking about the diarrhea and constipation and things that are actually part of human life. I just saw toilet bowl cleaning. Commercial. In a very amusing way most of the time. Although there's not anything too amusing about diarrhea. But at any rate, at least not to the person who's got it. No. We finally started making a little bit of progress like we were going to start growing up, boys and girls. Like we were, instead of talking like a bunch of goody two-shoes. Being prim and proper, because that's not the way real people talk. That's not the kind of humor that most real people laugh at. And here we are, 2004, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, based on the excuse that Janet Jackson's titty was on TV on the Super Bowl, based on that, the whole United States government has gone off the deep end now to pander because it's an election year. And nobody, I guess except Russ Feingold, nobody wants to be seen as standing up for smut and filth and perversion and disgusting, grotesque crap. Just like all that beautiful violence in that Mel Gibson movie. You know, that was, that was beautiful. See, violence is great. It's a beautiful thing. The more, the better. Especially if it's towards Jesus. But words, man, that's what we're worried about. The word police are out to get all of us. And like I said, you people in the media, you're a bunch of lunatics, you're a bunch of crazy people, all you're doing is sucking up. People at all the networks, the Viacom people. This is going to be, this will be the week finally. I think Stern will finally be off all the stations this week. He believes it. And when those final uh, fines come down from the FCC, that'll be the, uh, that'll be the dagger through the heart. What does it take? What, what words does it take to make you people understand that you can't listen to what you want to listen to, to what you enjoy? You know, our, our Howard, that moron, Absolutely. in the morning, he gets on her and says a couple of weeks ago, well, uh, by, by Monday, everybody will forget about this. See, what you don't understand about radio, Mr. Moe, is this. 
that's a part of people's lives. People are creatures of habit. If they enjoyed this show at 10 o'clock in the morning, they turn it on. If they enjoy the Howard Stern show at 6 o'clock or whenever they get up in the morning, they turn it on. It gives them a chuckle. It gives them something to go through the day. It's a part of their lives, you idiot, you moron. Get it? Absolutely. Good. And, they, and basically your government says, well, you can't enjoy that because we decided it's dirty, it's filthy, it's disgusting. Based on what? Oh, I don't know. We just made it up. Right. It didn't come from the Bible. And we're going to make damn sure you can't do it again because if you do, we're going to fine you so much that nobody in their right mind is going to let you do it, so you're all going to get fired. Well, surprise, because we got that. What? I, I tell you, I need the money. Magical bleep. Yeah, sure. I need the money. If it weren't for Rich Hirsch and certain other people I know, I wouldn't probably need the money. I could tell them, up yours, Greg. Bye-bye. But I can't, just like Pharrell says, he needs the check. I, I came to that realization a long time ago. So when they say to me, jump, I say, okay, how high? Not too high because I'm a you know fat old pig, but, you know, inch or two. Hey, if you're thinking, oh, and what, now what's this broad's name again? It's doing this uh, spot. Which one? Armstrong Toyota. Who, what's her name? Berkeley. Is she is she a living person? Does she exist? Sure, I've seen her. Hey, Berkeley, get with it, sweetheart. If you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, then you really want to save a lot of cash. Here's the way to do it. Visit Armstrong's Toyota Homestead. You'll find them on US 1, just 20 minutes easy as south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you live to save a ton of cash on those new Toyotas. Check out these great prices. An 04 Corolla loaded, including air that you own, for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about this? An 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the country, from just $14,990. And when you buy a new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, you get a free Sun Pass. This was the first dealer in all of South Florida to offer your free tires and batteries for life. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience the difference at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, locally owned and operated, committed to 100% customer satisfaction. Their service department is open weeknights late to late to make sure your service work is done and done right. Easy to get there. They're on US 1 at 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. So if you're fed up with mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, here's what to do. Call David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead at 305-242-3247. Armstrong's Toyota Homestead. Drive a little and save a lot on that great new Toyota. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, we'll place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Don't even bother to question, just follow unto faith. Everybody's turning fascist. Absolutely. Believe everything we tell you. And 
the state run news. Blood, war, and four corporate. Fill up your escalade. A Reuben, Cheney, Bush, Ben, Fascist USA. We don't mind to see our jobs go. That economy's good. We're fascinated by J-Lo. Don't read no stupid books. Crack them. All now are embracing the tax American way. <laughs> Everybody's turning fascist. Fascist USA. 104560 WQM. Speaking of assholes, by the way, guess what? Hi, Pally. That's his account? Yeah. So you owe an apology to whatever her name is that you kept telling me that I was her account? I apologize when she came in and uh, told me that it was him. Oh. Do some work, fat boy, okay? Put down the fork and the spoon, you idiot, and do some work. Get some copy, okay, you schmuck, you imbecile, you, you incompetent. I'm telling you, whatever Hank said to screw in, it was a compliment, okay? It was an understatement. The kind of lunacy that you run back there in that sales department, I wouldn't wish it upon Heinrich Himmler and John Ascroft. How do you like that, bitch? Here's a fax that says, just relax. <sighs> this is a reaction to the late 60s and 70s freedom demands. Oh, please. Let's see, 2004 minus 1974 is... About 30, man. Yeah. It says, after about three assassinations and 30 years of McCarthyism, we'll be fine. Just wait around till 2034. Life is nothing if it isn't cyclical. Be cool, man, is what it says here. All right, let's be cool, okay? Yeah. I beg your pardon? I said, how you doing? What did you just say? Chill. Oh, God. <laughs> <clears throat> Here's a fact that says, I was trying to explain to my 12-year-old son what was happening on the radio with the FCC during commercials while we watched South Park for probably the last time, and he said, so now everything has to be Bill Cosby funny, and I said, you are... Absolutely correct, sir. It says, I will listen to the end. I don't know what it says there on the bottom. It's, uh, can't read it. It got cut off. It got okay. chopped off. He'll listen to the bitter end. Well, good luck to us. That's all I can say. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Look at those phones, man. They're smoking. Aren't they smoking? No. No. They're not. See, they, they, they're looking for an excuse to take this very cavalierly, very casually. You're, you're crazy people, okay? Those of you who think that this isn't shocking and grotesque and unacceptable, you're nuts. You're insane. The idea that a government just just sits around and one day decides, oh, well, uh, this, this is what you can say. Based on what? Where, where is the legal foundation for saying that? Oh, well, there isn't any. We just made it up. We decide. We're the word police. Oh. 391 votes. Why isn't the public up at arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech? Because they're too stupid to understand it, 157. Because the media is mostly ignoring it, 75. Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America, 74. Because they don't give a schmidt, 43. Because they don't have any leadership, 21. And because they're lazy, 21. WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hello. Mostly ignoring it. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm calling you from my soon-to-be state-issued car on my soon-to-be state-issued cell phone. All right. And and uh, yeah, I can't agree more with you. I mean, it's it's just it's insane. I don't. 
the one question I have for you is, is there actually a place where uh, the average listener can just go and see what the actual rules are? Is there a printed um, list of these things that can and can't be said? Is it strictly against, quote, unquote, dirty words, or is it against thoughts? Like, for example, that Jesus bit that you played a little while ago, some... You know, right wing, uh, right wing Christians might find it, it, it's whatever it's whatever the government decides it's going to be. So it's just it's just make it up as we go along, kind of stuff. Right, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. That's that's great. All right, Uncle Neil. Thanks a lot. See you at the border, Pally. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Bye. Pack some extra uh, woolies. U.S. Senator said this article Wednesday, March third. Okay, so it's uh, last Wednesday. Here's a real Nazi. U.S. Senator Sam Brownback of Kansas yesterday sent a letter to Viacom President and CEO Mel Carmazan requesting details of the company's policy on the broadcasting of indecent material. <coughs> I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's on Sam Brownback's own website. Brownback expressed particular concern with the broadcast produced and syndicated by Infinity, a subsidiary of Viacom that occurred Tuesday, February 24th. That was the Howard Stern show, the one with the uh, Paris Hilton thing and a Rick Solomon deal. And that call. In light of Infinity's reported new indecency policy and the supposed use of a substantial time delay, I don't understand how such a broadcast could be aired using an Infinity broadcast license. Please explain how Infinity's policy failed to prevent indecent material from being broadcast over the public airwaves, Brownback wrote. Brownback introduced S-2056, Senate Bill 2056, the Broadcast Decency Enforcement Act of 2004, with Senators Allen and Graham... The legislation now has 16 co-sponsors in the Senate, and support for legislation continues to grow. Companion legislation has been introduced in the House of Representatives by Congressman Upton, Markey, Towson, Dingell, and 135 other co-sponsors. In response to growing coarseness and indecency on the public's airwaves, S-2056 will substantially increase penalties for indecent broadcasts, ensuring that indecency fines levied by the FCC are more than a mere cost of doing business and clean up our nation's airwaves, Brownback said. Brownback is a member of the Center Commerce, Science and Transportation Committee and Communications Subcommittee and a real right-wing religious nut fascist. Here's a column. Do I have time? Yeah, I do. By Richard Blow. Can I say that? No. By Richard the former executive editor of George Magazine, author of American Son, a portrait of John F. Kennedy Jr., writing a book about Harvard University. Do I have time to do this? Yes. Yes. Richard Blow says, let's admit one thing. Howard Stern is not an easy man to defend. His radio show is crass, offensive, immature, and gross. He makes fun of black people, white people, Asians, pretty much everyone. He even mocks himself for being Jewish and having a small penis. I happen to like Stern, but if I had kids, I wouldn't want them to listen to him. Because Stern is lowbrow, people who care about freedom of speech haven't been defending him in his recent trial with Clear Channel. That's a short-sighted mistake. Because when the largest owner of radio stations in the country, a company that sponsored pro-war rallies and whose employees advocated the burning of Dixie Chick CDs after the bank criticized President Bush, suspends a radio show indefinitely, Americans ought to get angry, no matter what they think about Howard Stern. Here's what happened. <clears throat> on February 24th, Stern had Rick Solomon as a guest on the show. Solomon is the charming young man who had sex with Paris Hilton and is now marketing a videotape of their special time together. Stern and Solomon talked about sex for a while, and then Stern took phone calls from listeners. One caller asked Solomon if he ever had sex with a black woman. The caller, who obviously planned to be shocking, used the N-word and asked if black women smelled like watermelons. That did it. Within 24 hours, Clear Channel had suspended Stern from the six 
clearest channel stations that carried him. Now, the remark in question was obviously hateful and asinine, but does he justify yanking Stern? I'm not so sure. Stern didn't say it and certainly didn't endorse it. He hung up on the caller and rebuked him on the air. But we're living in a time in which the exposure of a pop singer's breast prompts congressional hearings and government investigations. As Bush Press Secretary Ari Fleischer warned a few months ago, Americans need to watch what they say. Stern, a long-standing FCC critic, who has recently voiced his distaste for the president, obviously wasn't careful enough. First, Janet Jackson, a black woman, has become the object of the right's cultural demonization, not just in Tinkerbell, the pretty white boy. Now it's Howard Stern, a Jew, who will be next. There's the case to be made that Howard Stern is far more progressive and subversive than you'd think if you'd only heard about, about his show instead of not having listened to it. If you disagree, I'd be happy to debate you over Stern's politics. But one thing I guarantee you, we won't be having that debate on any radio station owned by Clear Channel, and no matter how much you dislike Howard Stern, you ought to dislike that even more, writes Richard Blow in George Magazine. It's not about Howard Stern. It's about freedom of speech. It's about a fascist government run insane, run by right-wing lunatic religionists. That's what it's about. Yeah. And the guy that wanted to know what the rules are, the guy that just called, we don't know. And they're we don't know because they're still busy making them up as they go along. They're still waiting for us to cross that line. Oh, gotcha. 1113 at 560 WQM. Dollar mattress knows nothing is more important than the safety of your, of your family. Unfortunately, thousands of Americans die every year in home fires involving mattresses. A common myth is that these are careless cigarette smokers. Statistics reveal that the vast majority of these fires are started by children playing with matches. CERTA now offers a new line of fire retardant mattresses called Fire Blocker to dramatically slow the spread of fires and give families critical time to escape. They're also more comfortable, durable, and supportive than ever, so you won't sacrifice comfort for safety. According to new regulations, all new mattresses will be fire retardant within a year. Until then, CERTA is the only major brand exceeding this fire safety standard today. Dollar Mattress is the only retailer who can deliver a new CERTA fire blocker to you today, too. So call 1-800-MATTRESS right now for same-day delivery. Dollar Mattress has got CERTA fire blocker in the traditional double-sided design, so you get two beds for the price of one with double the protection. Dollar Mattress takes your family's safety seriously and proud to be among the nation's first retailers to offer this new line of fire blocker mattresses. So if you'd like to check this out, make that easy call like I always do. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-MATTRES today, and sleep safely tonight like those of us at QM be doing. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Opinions expressed by the host guest or callers are not necessarily those of the host guest or callers. Rushy, can you hear me? I have a ditto for you. Can't you fix your hearing? By now you should afford to. Oh, oh, Rushy. 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 Rushy.
the same company that's got this pill-popping uh, right-wing hypocrite on here every day. That's okay. And God only knows how many shows he did stoned off his ass, the Rushmeister. That's okay for Cheap Channel because he's a singing the company tune. He's as far to the right as you can get without going off the cliff. But because somebody tends to be a little bit too controversial, maybe a little bit too spicy, a little bit too funny, then they need to be off the air immediately, if not sooner. Yeah. Because we have to protect those cheap channels. Here's Katrina Vandenhuvel, her column today in The Nation. Clear Channel versus the First Amendment. Actually, this column was a couple of days ago. That's okay. You didn't read this, did you? Nope. It's on our website today. In fact, at the end, she's got a, um, a link that you can click, how you can contact your elected representatives in support of Senate Bill 221, introduced by Senator Russ Feingold of Wisconsin. It's called the Competition in Radio and Concert Industries Act that will prevent Clear Channel from leveraging cross-ownership in an anti-competitive manner and once again make the radio dial safer speech is what it says. But we'll get to that at the end of the article. Senator Russ Feingold said we must preserve radio as a medium for democracy on January 30, 2003, before the Senate uh, Commerce Committee hearing on media concentration and ownership in radio. When Clear Channel yanked Howard Stern for violating its new zero-tolerance obscenity policy, the network cited as its reason a racial epithet made by one of Stern's listeners. But Clear Channel's explanation is hogwash. I agree with the many people who think that Stern is offensive to minorities and women. He's degraded the quality of radio by trafficking in crude sexual references and unseemly racial remarks for as long as he's been in broadcasting. But the issue here isn't indecency. To paraphrase James Carville, it's the First Amendment, stupid. When Bill Clinton signed the 1996 Telecommunications Act, critics predicted that a new round of consolidation would sweep America's radio industry. Clear Channel, on cue, grew from 40 stations in the 1990s to 1,225 stations in 2004. Currently, Clear Channel and Viacom control approximately 42% of America's radio audience. Clear Channel has stifled diversity, opposed low-power FM, killed off localism in news, music, and other forms of entertainment, and occupied the front lines of the conservative culture wars. Clear Channel's decision to fire Stern signals the latest target in its sights, the Bill of Rights. Its decision is not based on any pious self-serving qualms about indecency on its stations, but on its desire to curry favor with Bush and his Republican congressional allies. The implications are alarming. If Clear Channel can yank the commercially successful Howard Stern, then it has the power to silence any DJ or radio kingpin who refuses to play the network's chosen music, adhere to its appointed standards, or mouth Clear Channel's political line. Yeah, but wait, yeah, but wait a second. Its decision to pull the plug on Stern coincides not with a sudden increase in Stern's offensive behavior, but with a rise in Stern's anti-Bush rhetoric. According to Jeff Jarvis of the blog Buzz Machine, Stern has become an anybody-but-Bush voter based in part on his concerns about the threat of censorship from the FCC. Stern also recently endorsed Al Franken's book on the air. Is it a coincidence that Stern came out against Bush shortly before its suspension? Or that Clear Channel President John Hogan was due to appear before a House subcommittee investigating indecency over the airwaves on the heels of Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction? What is not under dispute, according to the Center for Public Integrity, is that Clear Channel Vice Chairman Thomas Hicks and Hicks Law Firm have given Bush more than $225,000, and Clear Channel's PAC executives and their relatives have given three-quarters of their political donations to the Republican Party. 
So they couldn't have been too happy to hear Stern's recent on-air rant about the president. Get him out of office. I'm telling you, man, he's in dangerous territory with a religious agenda, and you got to vote him out, anyone but Bush, Stern railed. Clear Channel's founder, Lowry Mays, who also has close ties to Bush, was put on the governing board of the University of Texas Instrument Management Company by Bush when Bush was still governor of Texas. Hicks won an appointment, too, by the way. When these insider dealings were exposed by the Houston Chronicle in 1999, Micah Sifri wrote in his blog about Stern and Clear Channel, Hicks resigned from the company's board. By then, he had made Bush a rich man when he bought the Texas Rangers from him and his partners in 1998 for $250 million, three times their investment in the team. Senator Russ Feingold of Wisconsin is sponsoring a bill, the Competition in Radio and Concert Industries Act, that will prevent Clear Channel from leveraging cross-ownership in an anti-competitive manner and once again make the radio dial safe for speech. Now more than ever, this bill needs to pass because Clear Channel, with the biggest system, the GOP, is trampling on the First Amendment. Click here for information how you can contact your elected representatives in support of S-221. And there's the link. When in doubt, click it out. Give it a click. It's on our website. Editor's Cut, Clear Channel versus the First Amendment, Katrina Vanden Heuvel of the Nation. Are they going to do it? No. Probably not. Eric's right. They're lazy. Might take a little bit of effort on their part. That's our poll question today. Why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech? They're killing it. They're destroying it. They're taking it away. And you're going, like that. Well, then we had the people who said, remember the one poll I took before vacation in the crowd that said, well, I didn't like Howard Stern anyway. Remember right, about 10% sure. said that. That's not the issue. If you don't like him, don't listen to him. 461 votes because they're too stupid to understand it. 182 stupid votes. Absolutely. Because the media is mostly ignoring it. 90. Yeah, where's the beef? Where's the follow-up? Where's the rest? Where's the update? Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America. 86. Because they don't give a Schmidt, 52. Because they're lazy, 35. Because they don't have any leadership, only 26. So you see, the leadership thing is blamed on somebody else. But the public doesn't care. They're just too freaking involved with other crap. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Now we got Mad Dog at 2. We got penciled in the humper. And by the way, that uh, facts you just sent me about Hank, if anybody thinks I'm going to read that kind of crap, that kind of swill, yeah, just for your own. Yeah, in in the trash can immediately. I like Hank a lot. And if you don't like his show, don't listen to him. That's all. Very simple. And yeah, Hank can be temperamental like a lot of us can. But in the meantime, he happens to have been right. Screw Ann Winnick is a disgrace in my opinion. Her performance, and I don't care what the billing is. Well, I mean, that's all they care about is the bottom line. But her performance as salesman and dress and her whole attitude is so obnoxious and disgusting that it's incomprehensible to me how she could possibly still be there. She over, she supervises and overruns and overrides a group of lunatics, the likes of which is seldom seen. And believe you me, I've encountered many, many sales holes in this business <laughs> over uh, many, many years, including in this market. But the kind of crap that goes for sales work and for servicing accounts, it reminds me of that day. Remember that day when the hurricane was threatening South Florida? Oh, yeah. And it already became pretty obvious that it was going to pass by Dayton Broward. It wasn't going to be a threat to us. and was going to hit in Palm Beach County, if anywhere at all, in South Florida. Here's our sales manager saying to our salespeople, Oh, don't call the uh, accounts. They might want to cancel today if you call them. They might not want to run any spots because everybody was closed that day. You don't want to do that. And that's the same when it comes to copy, to servicing our people. You don't do it, screw in, because all you care about is just give me the money. Like that big sign we have up on the wall says, Give us the effing money, and that's the end of the line. <laughs> 
Sports Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's great to be camping, Raymond, and such a beautiful night. I love nature. Except when it stops. You're constipated? Here, try Phyllis Chocolate Cream Chew. Hey, my name's Philip. You sure got a pretty mile. Mmm. Tastes great. Unlike many overnight laxatives, Phyllis Chocolate Cream Chews are stimulant-free. They're so natural. They work more naturally with your body for comfortable, cramp-free relief. Well, that thing. Feeling better this morning, Raymond? Whoa. Phillips, comfortable, cramp-free relief. All right. It's 1130 at 560 WQM. So we got any word on the uh, schedule? I was I interrupted myself there on the schedule. No. Well, when are we going to find out? Uh, Is it going to be potluck? Surprise. Mad Dog at 2, we got from 4 to 7 at Chula's this afternoon. It's going to be. Then at 7 o'clock, it's Huracoon Hotline. The big oh. 8 to 10 tonight. He's not a bad guy, but he's just horrendous on the air. Eddie K at 10 and Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5 in the morning. And then, of course, it's. Absolutely. That again. Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, I'm I'm starting to sound a little bit bitter today. You know, I don't I don't like that. Well, stop it. In fact, even before the show, do you remember how bitter I was when Duff and Clarence came in there, and rightfully, deservedly so. Spitting that. Especially when you started uh, faxing me some of that stuff that passed for a copy. I've seen better looking stuff on on used toilet paper than that. Well, this ought to cheer you up. Yeah. Just got an email back from Mitch Lewis. Yes. It's in production. Nice going, Mitch. You're the best, baby. Oh. Rectum. Where the hell is that? What? No, no, don't no, no worry about it. I'm just doing my own thing here. Okay? Freedom's in, freedom's in, let's bury our heads. Absolutely. Freedom's in, freedom's in, let's bury our heads. Oh! This is the biggest crap I've ever seen. Well, you get it. So uh, Mitch Lewis is recutting that for us, and we'll just play it all day, every day for four hours, okay, because freedom is dead. You can take your radio and put it in the bottom of the pool. Like I told you a couple of weeks ago, I could smell it coming. Man, from a million miles away. And it was either that or Joe Rose. WQM, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, is this Neil? It sounds like me, yes. How you doing, Neil? Pretty good. Uh, where to start? Um... Did you happen to catch the uh, full-page ad? It was like a couple of days after W came out with the uh, gay rights edict. Um, no. It was a full-page ad mostly signed by the religionistas talking about what a great thing that idea was. It was interesting. But I'm, I'm flabbergasted as to the silence of the uh, the print media on this. I mean, this is... This is their territory. They should be jumping up and down, screaming bloody murder. That's right. Nothing. Um, I mean, you know, you have to go to, like, the websites that I go to, the nation and uh, commonddreams.org and some of those. And, yeah. but, but how many people in the country actually read those? Yeah, but nobody reads that stuff. Yeah, it's that many. I mean, thank God for your website because that's our, our only touch with uh, And where is the ACLU on this? Beats the hell out of me. Anyway, I'll see you at the border, Neil. Okay, well, I'll be there. I'll be waving a white flag. He'll be waving it. Five six seven oh five sixty. By the way, Panthers here in Toronto tomorrow night. Any any interest? No. Panthers who are not going to make the playoffs, and the uh, Leafs who are. Eh, I don't want to go into any hockey stuff. Okay. By the way, Rimmer owes me an apology for killing my anniversary show with that ten minutes of hockey talk with that call. That was brutal. That was absolutely brutal. Only he could. I mean, you talk about a showstopper. 
Huh? No comment. <laughs> Why not? I've already... you, better, you better start sucking up or he won't buy you that free lunch at the pizza loft. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he he, he did finally compromise. He said he would get you that free lunch, but it'll have to be at the pizza loft on a day when Jeff is working. Whatever right. that meant. And he knows we're coming. Right. 502 votes. Why isn't the public up in arms? Why aren't they pissed off and fired up? What does it take? Of course, like I told you before the show, South Florida, South Florida is not exactly the place to start, see? By the way, congratulations to the goddess. Howard! Randy Rhodes going national on that, uh, that left wing, uh, whatever the hell that liberal talk radio network's gonna be in a couple of weeks. They're moving her to New York. Did you read about it? Yes, I did. Nice going, goddess. I mean, you know, I still think she's banging her head against the wall, but she's a lot younger than some of the rest of us, and she's obviously got, you know, Probably a better agent, maybe herself. I don't know. She doesn't have an agent that's too busy smoking bad weed. So the goddess goes national. She'll still be on JNO, though, in the afternoon. Now, let's see. Have we put the list of the clear channel stations on our uh, website yet for people to avoid, like the plague? No. See, when people say, well, what can we do? Here's one of the first things that you can strike back doing is not subsidizing any of the clear channel stations in our market, of which there are seven. Seven. W-I-O-D. W-I-N-Z. Those are the two AMs, I do believe. Am I right? Right. The FMs are W-B-G-G, W-L-V-E, Love 94, W-Z-T-A, Zeta, Y-100. Now, did we check on that or not? Is that clear channel? We'll go get a list. We'll go to their website. And what's the other one I'm leaving out? I left one out. Well, whatever it is, we'll pass them all along. We'll put them on our website. And then you can decide. I mean, it's it's up to you folks if you're pissed off about, not just about Howard Stern specifically, but just in general about their whole attitude about uh, taking away your freedom of speech and choices. You can just choose not to support Clear Channel radio stations in South Florida or anywhere in the USA. Sounds like a good idea to me. Got the list? I'm getting it. I'm getting it. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, WQAM. Sounds like us. Am I on the air now? Sounds just like you, yes. Yeah, um, Neil, I've been listening to your uh, show for a couple of years, and uh, thank God you are the only voice I know that is against these uh, right-wing religious folks. And my question is, you know, um, especially with Clear Channel, I never realized, because uh, I travel a lot in South Florida, how many channels are owned by them now, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's ridiculous. And you got to be uh, high on their list. And, uh, you know, I hope they don't get you, but, uh, you know, I gotta kinda wonder, uh, you know, why, uh, why you're still there because, uh, you know, like I say, you gotta be right up there on their list. Well, I'm, I'm still here because I'm, I, I, I'm a survivor. I, I know what I need to do. I know just how much I need to cut back and where the line, line is. If you don't know where the line is or if you're gonna be stubborn like Pharrell was when he was on this station, you're gonna wind up out of a job. I can't afford to do that after all the years. I, you know, I'm, I'm closer to the end than I am the beginning, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna yeah. be stupid or stubborn and I'm gonna toe the line and I'm gonna take my money to the bank and then uh, bye bye. That's it. Well, good luck to you and I uh, hope you last forever. Thanks a lot, pal. Have a great day. Yeah, that, that's uh, the only thing you gotta do and I keep saying that. That's my advice. I've been telling my uh, colleagues there for a long time, the Mad Dog and Hank and anybody who would listen, Joe Rose, take the money to the bank. Of course, Joe can't take his to the bank because they're not paying him. But that's another story. That's a typical Greg Reed deal. Guy's been on the air ten weeks, filling in, and he still hasn't gotten paid a dime. You you know something? I, I just decided, just this moment, when I do finish up this next two and a half years, if I make it, if I survive it, I'm going to write that book that you're always uh, threatening that I should write. I'm going to do I'm it. I'm telling you, a ghostwriter. He just it is so questions. unbelievable. The kind of stuff that passes for business, the kind of people who pass for business people, the kind of uh, shenanigans that go on. 
the kind of inept, you know, when the general manager of our radio station says for, for print, for the print media, when Pharrell was getting canned and did get canned, and he says, well, I don't know if any of the things he said were over the line, but yada, yada, yada. Well, if you don't know if he was over the line, Greg, then how can you call yourself the general manager of three major market radio stations, huh? That's what I'd like to know. What a statement to make. I don't know if he was over the line or what. Well, that, make, that makes me feel real confident about where we are right now, huh? Don't, don't you feel like you're standing on real solid ground? Oh, yeah. Here's a fax that says from Hugh. It says, since this whole thing started with Janet Jackson's boob, isn't it possible the incident was intended to start this Nazi firestorm and that Jackson and Tinkerbell are associated with some right-wing wackos? Anything's possible, Hugh. I'm not quite as conspiratorial-minded as you are. I think the right-wingers might have a little bit better taste than Justin's Tinkerbell, but nevertheless, who knows? As the Chinese say, yes, please? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I think I'm going to start not just writing the book. I'm going to start doing chapter by chapter on the air every day. Okay. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'd like to talk to Neil about the uh, Howard Stern issue. Speaking. Okay, uh, I'm a Stern listener. Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. And uh, Howard didn't really say nothing worse than he usually does. The only right. thing he did say was like the articles you're reading, he started getting against the Bush uh, administration. Uh-huh. And uh, to me, that's why he got kicked off the air. And uh, if I was you, I wouldn't make the same mistake because you'll be gone too. And uh, word police, you should replace it with the Gestapo. Right. Hire Bush, God bless. Okay. He's doing a goose-stepping right now. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. Absolutely. No question. I got my brown shirt on. I got my hip boots. I'm all I'm all dressed. I'm not even in the country right now, but I'm just practicing. Practice makes perfect. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got the, somebody at four this afternoon. Speaking of freedom of speech, boy, whatever you said. In fact, why don't we just put it on the air? Whatever he called her. Okay. Okay. Next time you're next time you're filling in. Twenty till <laughs> noon at five sixty QAM.
14 till noon at 560 WQM. What a disgrace. What a nasty, nasty piece of business this all is. Clear Channel sucks big time. Here's their station. Though first Joe Faxon says, and he's absolutely correct, of course, WYNZ AM has been WRFX AM since switching to Fox Sports Radio. Come on, Neil, you're out of touch. Get with the program. Why should I know what the colors are? Nobody else does. Right. It says, get your guns and canned food now. Freedom is indeed dead. You're right, Joe. Shoot them up, baby. Okay, so here's the clear channel uh, for all the people within the sound of our voice. Treasure Coast. <sighs> can they hear us on the Treasure Coast in that Brevard County? Uh, well, yeah, they can, just in case. WZZRFM FM Talk. WQOLFM Oldies. WSYRFM Hot AC. WAVWFM Country. WCZRFM FM Talk. And W G what, what the hell is that? What do they have on it? Oh, that's that's uh, real radio. Wow. Wow, is right. WJ, and isn't that the one that uh, Howard was on? I don't know. I think so. And WJNX AM and WAXEEM uh, AM, uh, whatever it is, uh, News and Talk. That's uh, We don't know what that is. Palm Beach County, WKGR Classic Rock. Isn't that the Gator? Yes, it is. Gator 98.7. W-O-L-L, Classic AC, FM. W-J-N-O, AM, News and Talk. W-L-D-I, FM, Today's Hits. W-R-L-X, FM, Smooth Jazz. And W-B-Z-T, AM, Talk. What what station is that, B-Z-T? Who's on that? Huh? I don't know. What is that, like light bulb light or something? What can that be? W-A-V-W, FM, Country, and W-Z-Z-R, FM, FM, Talk. And Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Well, let's see. First, the Florida Keys. Uh... W-A-I-L-F-M, Classic Rock. It's Waylon on your radio, baby. W-K-E-Y-F-M, W-E-O-W, Meow Radio, W-K-F-W, Sports Talk. Oh, the worst. W-C-T-H-F-M, Country, W-K-F-Z-A-M, Adult Rock, and W-K-E-Z-F-M, Easy Listening in the Keys. Now, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I said it was seven. I lied. Oh, I forgot a couple of uh, very important ones. W-H-Y-I, Y-100. Why? At all top 40. Just say no to Y100. Just say no to Big, which now they're playing music in the morning. Howard disappeared, now they're just playing classic croc. What a croc. WLVEFM, Smooth Jazz, Love 94. <laughs> WRFXAM, Sports Talk. Say goodbye to that. Just about everybody, but in fact, most people never said hello. Although we do miss Dugats. He's still there. WZTAFM, New Rock Alternative, Zeta, with the unctuous ancient Ron and uh, geriatric Paul. W-I-O-D, all right-wing news talk all day. W-M-I-B, see, that's the one I forgot, 103.5, which used to be she, which used to be uh, planet, which used to be, now it's men in black. Hip-hop, they're hopping on it. And W-C-T-H-F-M, country. I didn't know there was another country beside Kiss, did you? No. Thunder Country, 100.3, W-C-T-H-F-M, country. Pick it, baby. Pick it real good till it bleeds. So those are the eight Miami-Fort Lauderdale stations for Beasley, for, did I say Beasley, for a clear channel, Freudian slip. And just say, no. if, if you want. I mean, you know, do whatever you want. You're going to listen to whatever you want. But I'm suggesting if you want to fight back against Clear Channel, the way to do it is just say goodbye to all the radio stations. Don't listen to them. Don't tell anybody that you, don't, that you listen to them. And uh, just uh, forget about them. That's the best way to do it. Works like uh, a miracle when you see those ratings come out and their stations start vanishing. Yeah, vanishing from the air. Kind of like our morning numbers. 547 votes. Why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to... Stifle free speech. I was trying to think of a better word. Yeah, because they're too stifle. stupid to understand it, 214. Because the media is mostly ignoring it, 106. 
Oh, yeah, look at this. Here's adult spring break on CNN. Because they have to tie into their kids. Ah! Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America, 96. Because they don't give a Schmidt, 60. Because they're lazy, 44. And because they don't have any leadership, 27 out of 547 votes in an hour and a half. That's not too bad. We'll do a 1,000 today. I'll guarantee you that during the show. We'll do a 1,000 votes or and that's it. We just, none of us going to come back. We're all bailing out, right? Right. See, there's a story. Getaways in Orlando, Florida. There's Mickey Mouse. What they ought to be talking about is not even Eisner or Mickey Mouse. They ought to be talking about how Howard's not on here in Orlando anymore or in South Florida. But, you know, it was a story for a couple of days, and then we move on to other, other things because, naturally, TV doesn't care about radio. In fact, TV hates radio. They despise us. Like we hate them, too. Ah. Yeah. WQM, hello. Hello, hi. Mr. Dr. Neil, please. Speaking. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Um, I'm, I want to talk about this Howard Stern thing. I was, um, I'm a Howard, I, well, I used to be a Howard Stern listener, and I also listen to you also, because, uh, to me, you both make sense, and which is, uh, unlike a lot of the things that they're playing, played on the radio nowadays. Um, it's funny that, uh, they take Howard off the radio, uh, because of that comment that one guy said, because, uh, that's been going on for a while, but, uh, they never did anything until after, of course, this whole thing with Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that, um, uh, he was just complaining to, a few days ago before he got took it off the air that he had so many, um, what's it called? You guys have it in the radio delays? Like right. over three delays on right. the radio. And uh -huh. he, even with all those delays, they still didn't catch the, uh, you know, filter out that guy with his little, uh, N-word. And, and because of just that, uh, he got taken off the, uh, the radio. No, that was just an excuse. If it wasn't that, it would have been. They, they could have come up with a million different excuses. When you see the fines that are going to be announced this week, uh, if it wasn't going to be that stuff, it would be this week. It's just a matter of time. Exactly. And, and, and it's funny because I got, I heard a different story from my wife who listened to, uh, the story on the TV. It said that, uh, apparently after, uh, that talk with that guy who had sex with, um, uh, Paris, Rick Solomon, yeah. They play, yeah, they, they played, uh, the audio of the video and supposedly that's why he got kicked off there. So I'm hearing two different stories about that whole thing. It's all a, a bunch of crap, man. It's all just an excuse. He hasn't been doing anything. In fact, this show has been so much milder the last five years than it used to be. It's not even a contest. So yeah. all, they were, all they're doing is looking to take anybody off the air who isn't to the right of Attila the Hun. Exactly. And they just, they're just using him as a scapegoat. They're going to, and uh, just like uh, your poll saying about no one cares, it just seems like that people not realizing that just, that's just the beginning. It's, it's going to start filtering out everything that you, you hear on the radio, on TV, and uh, the news, everything. So Don't forget, these are the same people want to check out what books you've been reading in the library. Exactly, exactly. It's, Good luck to you, Pally. Grab that passport. I, I am. Squeeze Thanks. it tight. And the passport, too. Uh-oh, there you go. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. That's double entendre. I think it might have been triple entendre. Yeah. How about single entendre? As in up yours, <laughs> up yours, government. Yeah, what that's single entendre. That? You finger it out. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. We got five hundred and sixty one votes. Pretty weak. We should have 10,000 on here. All the all the people are busy looking at downtown Julie Brown, but you have to go behind a beaded curtain for that. Because we certainly don't want to have any problems on our website. Because everything now has got to pacify Uncle Sam. And Uncle Sam don't want to see no naked boobies on some website, okay? 
you're going to go to neilrogers.com and click on where it says, uh, are you over the age of 18, or do you think you might be, or do you think we'll believe you, and then you click that on. And then we take you behind that beaded curtain, and there's downtown Julie Brown in all of her renown, without her gown. So it looks like she may be about to go Around. out for lunch. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I'm sorry. See, I forgot I had that. So she might be going, yeah, or like that. I'm not used to having that there. That was pretty uh, perspicacious of me to stick that there, wasn't it? No, I'm not going to say. No, I had a feeling we might be needing it. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. I just want to talk to Neil real quick about that whole uh, censorship thing with the uh, garbage and then speaking, especially with Clear Channel. Speaking. Hey, Neil. How you doing? I'm doing great. What I don't understand is Clear Channel is a giant company. Why are they cutting their foot off? They're ruining their market. Well, what do you, what do you mean cutting their foot off? They only He's only on six out of 1,200 stations. It's not going to cost them a lot of money. And, of course, they're uh, pandering to the right wing. They're you know covering their ass in their other 1,200 stations. So no. when you've got 11, 1,194 stations that don't carry Stern and only six of them that do, uh, they don't give a crap because uh, they don't really care that much about ratings anyway. What yeah, they do is no, they got 80 million no. stations, and they put together a package, and that's how they sell. They don't care about ratings, and they no, don't have no, it. Buddy, I listen to stations like Zeta. I like Paul and Ron. I mean, right. I think that's a good show. But you know what? It turns me off because I like you too. And I like your show because your show actually has an opinion. It has a yeah. brain. And they're mostly entertainment. Those other channels are mostly entertainment. And yeah. what kills me is that I want to listen to entertainment and then I want to listen to somebody with a brain. You know, I want the best of both worlds. Especially living here in South Florida. Yeah. And what kills me is that it turns me off that Clear Channel, which is the big money, doesn't want to support people who want to have their entertainment and have the cake and eat it too kind of thing. You know? No, they no, they don't want you to be able to listen to whatever you like. If you like it, tough luck. They're not going to put it on there because they're going to make up some excuse of how it's going to cost them their license and they're trying to protect the airwaves and how they're they're cleaner and um, holier than everybody else. And garbage. all they're doing is sucking up to the right wingers. That's all. No, it's a bunch of garbage. Personally, I don't like Howard. I think he's a bunch of trash because he talks trash and he degrades a lot of people. But yeah. but I'll tell you one thing. I'm a starch Republican. Been a Republican my whole life, and I'll tell you one thing. At 32 years old, I'm seriously considering pulling my Republican vote because this guy is out of control, and Michael Powell's out of control. And he was elected to that position under Clinton, and then he lay dormant. He didn't do anything. He yeah. kept it going. And then all of a sudden, when Daddy's in control and then the Bushmeister's in control, now he's a big dog. And now he's going to start telling us what we can and can't listen to? What a bunch of garbage. Amen. Thank you very much, Neil. I love you. Covering yourself accordingly, Pally. I just threw my log out. Do I have another, uh, some? No, I don't. I just, I'm just getting ahead of myself. You know what I'm saying? Well, the sooner you throw it out, the sooner we can leave. <laughs> Sounds like a winner to me. Live, live, and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. They're wild. They're revolutionary, and they're coming to America in anything that floats. It's the funniest basketball team in the third world, the Haitian Globetrotters. They really know how to shoot. 
and dunk. The Haitian Globetrotters with metal like leaving take on their perennial opponents, the U.S. Coast Guard. Turn off your truck and prepare to be boarded. It's fun for the whole family. Get your tickets before they're sent back to Port-au-Prince. The Haitian Globetrotters. They're the right. Oh, you see, Baby Doc says, hey, I want to go back and take care of my people. Sure. You see that? Baby Doc sure. wants to take care course. of the ones he didn't finish here the first time. 1202 at 560 WQM. We got the uh, Mad Dog Jim Mandich at 2. Then we got uh, somebody at 4. Either Hank Goldberg or some poor substitution at 4 from Shula Stake 2. We don't know yet, do we? No. How is it possible that we don't know yet? We don't have an I, answer. I don't know. I mean, what, what kind of a make-believe radio station is this? I remember there used to be a show Ta-ta. called the Make-Believe Ballroom. But make-believe radio? I mean, what's that? You know, either Hank is going to be on or he's still suspended or uh, whatever. Hurricane Hotline at 7, the big oh. at 8 tonight. Who gets paid by the pound? You got Eddie K at 10 and Joe and Mark overnight. Here's a fact that says, a very wise elderly gentleman once told me, we get the leaders we deserve. If America is willing to put up with all this neo-Nazi stuff, then we deserve it. Everyone is so busy trying to survive that nobody's got time to care anymore. No more. Oh, and by the way, how about that nice jobs report on Friday? <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of jobs. 125,000 jobs and only 21,000, and, and none of them, by the way, the non-farm payrolls, yes? Kimbo Camper this afternoon. At four? Yes. At Shula's? Yes. The fact is there should be a million people marching on the White House. Well, Howard Sperm talked about the million moron march. Did you see that? No. So demanding an end to the war. Well, of course, they signed that uh, interim constitution in Iraq today. Aren't we impressed? No. Are we excited? No. No. And meanwhile, they're still butchering each other like crazy. When are we going to get one? Uh, yeah, that, that's right. We're too busy worrying about making a constitution and giving freedoms to the people of Iraq. When are we going to give the freedoms back to the people in America is what a lot of us would like to know. Is that going to happen no, anytime no, soon? No. It says, we scared the crap out of President Johnson and President Nixon. Let's get a million people marching on the White House and show Bush we're mad as hell, and we're not going to take it anymore, says this very uh, angry, pissed off, and fired up faxer here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! Yeah, likely story. They're too busy watching the reruns of uh, whatever they're watching. Friends. 5670560. Rudy opposes gay nups ban, says the uh, New York Daily News. Rudy Giuliani came out yesterday against President Bush's call for ban on gay marriage. How do you like that? The former mayor who Vice President Cheney joked the other night is after his job. That's the vice president who's got the out-of-the-closet lesbian uh, bulldike daughter? Yeah. Giuliani vigorously defended the president on his post-9-11 leadership, but made clear he disagrees with Bush's proposal to rewrite the Constitution about law gays and lesbians from tying the knot. I don't think it's right for a decision at this point, he said, on Eat the Press. I certainly would not support a ban at this time. Added Giuliani, who lived with a gay Manhattan couple when he moved out of Gracie Mansion during his nasty divorce. Giuliani took his gay rights stance. Just as speculation hits a fever pitch that he's in line to replace <coughs> Cheney on Bush's ticket. But uh, he said no chance. And the Sun Sentinel says, Poll says Florida voters oppose gay marriage but support civil unions. A slight majority of Florida voters support civil unions for gay and lesbian couples, but most oppose same-sex marriage, a new poll has found. Yet Florida voters are divided over President Bush's call for a constitutional amendment banning same-sex marriage, with more voters opposed to an amendment than supporting it, a poll by the St. Pete Times and a Herald found. The poll, conducted March 3rd and 4th, found that 65% of Florida voters oppose same-sex marriage. Opposition was most intense in the Tampa Bay area, where 72% are opposed. What a shock. Now, aren't you surprised? No, no not at all. 
Still, 53% of Floridians said gays and lesbians should be allowed to form civil unions, which could allow same-sex couples to have the same benefits as married couples on matters such as health insurance, inheritance, pensions, etc. All of these things. What's significant about these numbers is that Florida voters continue to be willing to compromise. They have no problem with civil unions, said Rob Schroth, a Democratic pollster who conducted the poll last week with Republican pollster Kellyanne Conway. Only 41% of those polled said they would support President Bush's push to ban same-sex marriages. 11% are undecided on the constitutional amendment question. Only 41% in the Yahoo state like Florida, including Tampa and Clearwater and Jacksonville and uh, DeLand and Bradenton and Tuag and Tallahassee and Pensacola. Only 41% say, yeah, we'll go for that. We got bigger fish to fry, Mr. President, okay? You lunatic, you dumbo, you imbecile, you. You goofball. Edge, which is a, a long-standing tradition, and this may undermine that tradition to a certain degree. Well, the White House is going to claim that John Kerry is undermining the tradition by, say, by essentially saying, I'm doing the bidding of foreign leaders who want to see Bush out. That The whole world, by the way, just having come back from Europe, the whole world wants Bush out. Bye-bye, Bush. The whole world is foaming at the mouth. Bye-bye, no more Bush. They're on to him. Here's line nine, WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, uh, listen up here in Orlando through the static. Um, yeah. We're up in arms up here about losing Howard. Uh, you probably didn't hear the news, but there was a few hundred people that uh, protested down at the Clear, Clear Channel station uh, when he was, when he was, uh, it was announced that he was thrown off. Right. And uh, they have the uh, monsters in the morning now. They have a opening in the midday, and I know it's Clear Channel, so there's no way you're going to be on it, but it'd be great if you were. It's oh, yeah. I'm holding my breath. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what to do. I mean, we protest. It was on all the local channels here. Even it got some uh, national exposure, but it, it seems like it's for, for no good. Because The uh, most effective thing to do is to turn off all the clear channel stations and don't turn them on again. That's the most effective. You'll see that impact have uh, take place almost immediately. When the ratings start coming out and the clear channel numbers start dropping from the face of the earth, uh, that's, that'll make something happen. Neil, the sad thing is, I don't think it's just Clear Channel. Here, pretty soon, Infinity's probably going to drop stern, and who's next? Right. You or the Monsters? I mean, it, it seems like it's, uh, it's, I don't know, I'm, I'm at a loss of words, Neil. Good luck to you, Pally. <laughs> he just, he just, uh, clammed up. Yep. Or they got him. Let's see. Now, what is this? Hey, Scran. Oh, this is, uh, this, is this from the same guy or is this something uh, funny? Uh, I don't know. Hey. I'm going to post it around. I'm it's post, cute. I like this. Put a copy in the Hey, Scran, I'm so sorry. Let's kiss and make up, and can I have my show back, please? <laughs> I, I don't find that amusing. I'm just also, I'm just like this last guy. I'm at a loss for words, too, when you told me that Kimbo Bocamper is going to be on this afternoon instead of the Humper. I got news for you, Greg Reed, okay? I have news for you. I like Kimbo. He's a good guy. But if you think that Kimbo, see, this is what happens when you deal with sports nerds. How many times have I tried to tell this man he won't listen to me? People don't listen to QM because they're talking about sports. They That's listen for wrong. the personalities, okay? When they had mid, in fact, when before we came on this station, and they had the uh, bookster with that uh, unctuous Chris Moron on, you could put their number in a, in a thimble and have room for the goddamn Chinese army left over in there. So this idea they're just putting on one ex-jock over here, another ex-jock over there, talking about the crying about the dolphins every day. Even Jim Sarney in the Sun Sentinel says it's unlistenable, it's ponderous. People listen to Hank Goldberg because he's Hank Goldberg. That's why. People listen to Mad Dog because he's one in a billion. Because he's a, a wacko. Because he's a, a wild personality. He's a crazy guy. But don't confuse Greg with the facts. 
See, if you were to tell me that Hank was going to be on today and we have a new sales manager, then I would say, oh! yeah, now we're talking. There's some good news. But I see I finally got a piece of copy here for Balance for Life that makes some sense. With the, We didn't even have the right phone number on the other piece of copy. I was not using it. Didn't even have the right phone number on that copy. Well, I used it to make a point. And guess what? Now we got a new piece of copy. See? See how you got to do it? You got to threaten them with bodily punishment. You got to threaten them with death. You got to threaten them with doing a Jesus-like crucifixion to them right outside in the parking lot. Jesus which sounds Christ. good, Scruan. I'll come back for that. Whip her ugly ass into shape real good. W WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. I just want to let you guys know that the uh, deep conspiracy doesn't end with Clear Channel. I went to take a exam with the TSA, and they had all these like weird loaded questions like, would you like this administration? Would you do things better if you were running this administration? Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's 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 pretty loaded, and I I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave any I wouldn't leave any fingerprints on those pages, man. No, no, I didn't, man. I didn't, man. and and don't worry, man. I'm taking the good stuff for the piss test. <laughs> Later, man. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. You know, also I think. Uh, we need to find out about this uh, yellow thing here. Yeah. I'm, I mentioned that stuff uh, one day uh, two weeks ago, but, of course, I beg your pardon? What? Okay. I just I just, I don't want to talk about that in at length on the air, but right. I'm just sure. mentioning that uh, don't let me forget tomorrow morning. We'll do like a dry run. Because, and, and they don't seem to care like like that, you know. As long as you sign that paper, that's all they care about. I see. Well, no, I, I, think, I think you had it, your thumb on it before because ha whether that works or not has nothing to do with sports. Right. Right. So that's uh, not really a main priority for them, even at this point. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. It's quite interesting how um, Clear Channel pulls Howard Stern off the air. Yeah. As soon as Howard starts talking about how we got to vote out Bush in November, mm -hmm. I find that quite interesting. But let's, let's talk about something more important. Why you shouldn't let George fill in for you when you go on vacation? Yeah. The guy is terrible. Yeah. He he sounds like a dweeb, like a guy that used to kept on in school a lot. Yeah, he was. He was and short. And he hung in the library a lot. Yeah. Well, who would you like to have me uh, have fill in when I go on vacation? Give me a name. Maybe Suds. He was in on Friday with him. Suds right? Suds Coleman to do a show. Suds doesn't do a show alone. Why not? I mean, you know, he can talk. He can. Let me, let me say it again. Suds doesn't do a show alone, sir. Have a great life. We're real happy with George Philanin. And the station's real happy, too, because they pay him almost nothing extra anyway, so they're real pleased with that. And the ratings in the summertime, when George was on most of the time, were just fine. They were excellent. So we're real happy with that. So if you don't like it when George is on, I have a, a revolutionary idea. Oh, I better not say it. Mm -mm. Don't listen. He will. Oh, of course he will. And one your next vacation, and then I'll come back and he'll say, "Oh, George was even worse this time than before. It was horrible, and he was a real dweeb." And he, yeah, etc. If you don't like him, don't listen to him. Twelve thirteen at five sixty WQM. Hey, here's a uh, question for you. How's your New Year's resolution going on losing that weight? Probably not so well, like the most of us fat people. It's just too darn tough to stick to that old diet regimen. I notice it does say "darn" in here. I like that. Too gosh darn tough to stick to the old diet regimen. Well, with Balance for Life, it's not, because Balance for Life is the premier meal delivery service based on the Zone Diet, and they bring right to your doorstep three delicious gourmet meals and two snacks every single day in their little black sack. 
With all that food, how can you say you're on a diet? Try the real meal service that delivers results based on the zone diet. Don't settle for imitations. Imagine there's no shopping, no cooking, no cleaning. I like the other one better. People are losing an average of 12 to 18 pounds in a month with Balance for Life. Let me say it again. An average of 12 to 18 pounds off your big fat ass a month with Balance for Life. The Zone Diet's proven to lower diabetes, high cholesterol, and high blood pressure, too. And now, if you ever wanted to try the South Beach Diet, here's your chance. Balance for Life is the closest thing you'll ever find. How? Because Balance for Life is the only meal delivery company that's, uh, uh, that offers you menu choices that allow you to go from Phase 1 to Phase 3 of the South Beach Diet. Did you get that? Good. Feel the difference and see the results with Balance for Life. Here's that new toll-free number, Troy. Hey, Troy, write it down on your cheek, 866-225-4543. That's toll-free, 866-225-4543, or check them on the web at balanceforlife.com. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QA, I scored Eric. He's got all the clear channel stations on the website already. He had a stint in up and win. They put one back in cause his heart is old. The doctors called it a heart event. But now we really know his heart is old. No matter what we're told. Yeah, Dick Cheney's got a While Bush is jogging, Dick's veins are clogging, and that's what happens when your heart is old, and it's full of holes. Yeah, Dick Cheney's got a heart that's old, and it's gonna blow. He'll keep on working till his heart is cold. He'll keep pretending that his heart ain't old, but it's really old. How's your bulldog daughter doing, Mr. Vice President? 1218 at 560 WQAM. This is a great column by Linda McQuaig in the Toronto Star yesterday, fanning the flames of anti-Semitism, a scathing review of Mel Gibson's passion, passion of the uh, Jesus. I'll get to it. Don't let me forget. All right. Also, something they're really up in arms in uh, Europe about because they don't want uh, you know these genetically modified crops. Come to find out that more than two thirds of conventional crops in the U.S. are now contaminated with genetically modified material, dooming organic agriculture and posing a severe future risk to health. Oh, we shouldn't be concerned about that. <laughs> Why should we be concerned about that when Martha Stewart may be going to jail, right? Right. Now you may uh, be shocked at this. It might take on that. I don't want to see her go to jail. Okay. I can't stand the bitch, number one, but number two, did you think she belonged, that jail time for her is, is appropriate? No, I've been saying all along, 200 grand, she had that much in her purse. Right. That, that scumbag over in Sarasota that killed a little girl who was a, uh, how many times was he convicted? About 30, man. Of other crimes, serious crimes we're talking about. They gave him about two minutes in jail and a slammer and a slap on her wrist and he was out there again killing that little girl. Right. But so Martha you, Stewart, they're gonna throw her ass in jail. Fine her for being a greedy bitch and, uh, life goes on. Yeah, make her shop at Walmart. That'll teach her ass. Oh. 
Anyway, here's it says on our website now, if you don't like what Clear Channel is doing, don't listen. And it's got a list. Here's Big 106 and Y100 and IOD and Fox uh, Sports, WRFX, whatever the hell it is, and uh, all the other ones. Nice going, Eric. He's on top of it. He's got all the logos there. Nice logos, by the way. Crappy stations. 5670560, pound 560 on I mean, you know, the, the thing with, uh, it, it's not, it's not just neocons, it's Nazism, just like I was saying years ago, and people were laughing at me. Oh, gee, you're going too far, Neil. They're all gonna laugh at you! Right. When you criticize the administration and they take you off the air, that's called fascism. And who I blame the most, I'll say it again, is the Democratic Party are as useless as boobs on a ballpoint pen, okay? That's how useless you people are. With the one exception, Russ Feingold there in Wisconsin. Got some balls. Trying to stand up for freedom of speech. But oh, everybody else, they're, they're too preoccupied with God only knows what. what. What the hell are they doing? Can't stand up in election year for smut. And like the article, uh, was it which one was it? Katrina Vanden Heuvel's about uh, Stern being unpopular with a lot of uh, goody-two-shoes people, so therefore they're not going to come to his uh, support. You know what it reminds me of? It's like Al Goldstein, same thing. When sure. they decided to destroy Al, uh, who the hell was going to stand up for him? Nobody. He's a smutmeister. He was a peddler of porn, all this other crap. WQAM, hello. Uh, hey, I uh, want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Neil, um, just wanted to uh, make a comment on one of your previous callers with regard to Howard Stern. Uh, let's not forget that, uh, you know, once he started bad-mouthing Bush, um, he single-handedly was responsible for putting, you know, two governors into office. So, you know, once, you know, once he started bad-mouthing Bush, I think they felt the pressure that uh, he was going to sway the election quite severely. Yeah. Um, secondly, I didn't know if you realized it or not today, but uh, they raised the, uh, the tolls on the turnpike for those of us that refused to use the Sun Pass. Really? Yes. And I've always contended that, you know, anytime you put a transmitter in your car, uh, you know, that Big Brother was keeping an eye on you. And rest assured, in a couple of years, they'll be using those things for other purposes other than just for toll receipts. Every time you stick your finger uh, in the nose, man, in a nostril, they're going to be, they're going to know which nostril it is. Uh, very true. And what you're pulling out. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, who on the sun pass, man? Put your quarters in the basket. All right. Good luck go. to you, Pally. Just put your uh, quarter and your lotion in the basket. I think I just said something I wasn't supposed to say. Like, hello. Basket? Like, hello. Oh, don't say it's just going to task it, because it rhymes with basket. And, of course, right after basket comes casket. Uh-oh. Five, six, seven. <laughs> I think we ought to have a show one day where all we do is for four hours. That We'll just do the spots, of course, because that's what we're here for, to make the money. For four hours. Huh? I'm going to study Morse code so we can bang out secret uh, secret messages. WQM, hello. Yes, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm just taking a ride up I-95 with my windows down. It's a gorgeous day down here in South Florida. I just passed a, a brand-new bulletin board uh, in living color south of Oakland Park uh, Boulevard. I was, oh, they're, uh, they're up, the QM ones are up already? Yes, but unfortunately, right across the way is a, is a shit happens board, right? Uh, billboard. But uh, yeah, the, the one uh, South Oakland Park Boulevard is uh, is if you can't miss it, going northbound on I ninety five, heading back to New York. Excellent. Well, spare no expense, man. That's it's, their outfit for you. It's a beautiful thing. 
And we all love you and miss you. Okay, thanks for the good news, Pally. Have a safe trip. Five, six, seven. So the billboards are up. Oh, Let's hear it. Oh. I wonder if the Hank Goldberg billboard's up. See, one thing I notice about Greg, every time we're going to do a billboard campaign, which I think this is only the second time in uh, almost seven years now, but every sure. time there's going to be any kind of promotion, uh, almost immediately, if not sooner, one of the people who's going to be promoted is no longer around or is suspended or, like, disappears, something like that. Do we have any Mo billboards? Absolutely. That would really be something. Let's see. Y100 is clear channel. Ban Kenny and Footy. They're supreme bush huggers. And screw the guy. Uh, George is great, says uh, some facts here. Wow. And this fact is not even that one uh, Teddy from Botswana. Somebody likes you, George. Aw. Let's see. This says, I'm fired up and pissed off because the people of this country are so stupid and they're allowing their freedoms to be taken away little by little. No, it's not little by little no mo. Not no mo. It's fast. And they don't stop to think about what's happening. Just some of the changes that have happened, it's got ten. Here's a top ten list of crap. Number one, you must wear a seatbelt. Number two, you can't have an open container of beer in public. <laughs> Number three, you can't smoke a cigar or a cigarette indoors and in some areas outdoors. What are, what is it, when are they going to come down with a ruling that you can't fart more than three times a day in your house? Isn't that coming pretty soon? It's done deal. That's an excretory activity. <laughs> uh-oh, uh $50,000. You can't listen to what you want on radio. Number five, you can't watch what you want on TV and soon to be cable. Number six, you can't let your dog run loose. Number seven, you can't paint your house the color you want. Number eight, you can't fly the flag where you want. Number nine, you can't disagree with what some people say or do because it's racist slash sexist. Or number ten, you can't do what you want in your bedroom, says Bob. Too many people just say, well, it's good for the general public or it doesn't affect me. And they don't realize that each of these little things just eat away at our basic freedoms. I'd prefer that you not use my full name on the air because I don't want to knock on the door at 3 a.m., says Bob. Wouldn't do it, Bob. Open up. We know what you're doing in there, Bob. We can smell it. You farted fourth time, baby. Let's see. Here's one. It says, Hey, Neil, the day after Howard was removed, Mo Howard was saying in his non-humorous way that the station should remove his remote, what? Promote his nasty ass. Oh, yeah. Well, we know about that. He also went on to say that within a week or two, this would all blow over and we'd be thinking about things that really matter, like if the Dolphins would keep Jay Fiedler. Oh, man. Did he really say that? What a schmuck that old bald man is, it says here. Michael Polish, your monitor, Mo, for lack of show entertainment. Mo gotta go. It says, no Mo and El Rushbo. That pill pop and have a grit. Keep fighting a good fight, and we will. Yeah, see, this is, this is the people like, now I don't, I don't listen to Howard Stern's show. I haven't listened to it for years. Maybe in the time he's been on in South Florida, I listened two or three times briefly. Just not for me, no Mo. I'm not interested in boobs and dykes. I don't care about that. But, you know, the guy, the guy's, uh, Longevity and his, what he accomplished in the industry is beyond question. You have to be a moron not to understand that. A moron. Absolutely. Right. And when, uh, and, and this business that they come up with now, the FCC, about, well, just because somebody has high ratings in a market, that doesn't, that doesn't cut it. Well, right. In other words, because a lot of people like you and like what you do, if one person doesn't like you, well, that gives us an excuse to run your ass off the air. I've been trying to tell the public in my own little corner of the world in South Florida where the average IQ is smaller than your uh, toe size for years and years about how they were trying to take away all of your what little freedom you had left. That's why the correct answer on that poll is in America, freedom of speech is just a phrase. That's the correct answer. Just a bunch of words on a piece of paper. 27 past noon at 560 WQM. You're still free to go to the track and plunge your guts out as of today anyway. All you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Card Room has got just the gambling action you're looking for. 
Just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every day. That's what they love in South Florida is that word free. They'll take it. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, like tonight, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker starts at noon, goes on till midnight. And live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05 p.m. Beware Wally Hennessy, look out. Every Monday night, like tonight, there's that two-for-25-dollar dinner special in the Top of the Park restaurant on the sixth floor. Every Wednesday night is dollar night for draft beers, sodas, hot dogs, and more. Every Thursday is ladies' night at the track with two-for-one drink specials. And also every night at the fourth-floor players' room, there's a 7.95 plated dinner special. You ever have a plated dinner? No. What is that? It's a lot neater than eating it off the floor. Every live racing night this week is our Lucaya Week at Pompano Park. In honor of the Isle of Capri's newest casino, our Lucaya on Grand Bahama Island will be giving away five trips for two, including airfare from Fort Lauderdale, a two-night stay at the Sheraton Hotel, and golf for two. Plus, each night, five other winners will get tickets for two on the newest high-speed ferry, if I can say that, the Cat, that sails daily to Grand Bahama Island from Port Everglades. Off your glades. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road for the current race schedule. Call 954-972-2000 or check it out online at pompanopark.com. Don't forget, first post time tonight, 7.05 at Pompino Park. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Pasties and a G-string up here. I'll do it. This is Keith Jackson on Special Assignment. I'm standing outside of a New York City theater trying to get a word with America's biggest celebrities who have just witnessed Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. Oh, wait a minute. Here comes former governor and former presidential candidate Howard Dean. Sir, can you review this movie for me in just one word? Mmm, you're crazy. Wait a minute, here comes Whitney Houston looking rather waif-like. Whitney, what'd you think of Mel Gibson's picture? I love this girl. Beautiful. It's my land. I don't believe that's true. Don't you hail from Weehawken? Anyway, on a white potter left on the sidewalk after Whitney's departure. Here's a man in a Boston Red Sox hat. Sir, what'd you think of the movie? No more sucks. Poignant. Though I don't believe no more gossip power is in this picture. Oh, here comes American Idol superstar William Hung, the man who was voted the worst performance ever, who seems to be riding that to a bazillion dollars. William, what did you think of the portrayal of Mary Magdalene? She begs, she begs. You're a sick ticket, Hungy, and rather inappropriate. Here comes Yankee owner George Steinbrenner. George, what'd you think of the movie? Good. What'd you think of Mel Gibson? Good. Cinematography? Good. Script? Good. Lighting? Good. Subtitles? Good. Oh, wait a minute. Here comes former football superstar Joe Lehman. Joe, can I get your reaction to the movie you just saw? I want to kiss you. While you are a handsome man, Joe, you reek of cheap liquor. Ooh, here's a true legend. David Guest, estranged husband of Liza Minnelli, cabaret queen. Sir, you, you look rather stunned, dazed, and downright bewildered. Look what happened to my head. It's indented. Yes, he was sitting near the front. And here's Simon Cowell from American Idol, the man who judges everything. Sir, give us your review of this movie. Horrible. Better watch your step, Cowell, or Mel Gibson will have your intestines on a stick like New York Times reporter Frank Rich. This is Keith Jackson on Special Assignment. All right. Let's go on, Keith. 26 till 1 at 560 WQ. And we got the Mad Dog at 2, and we got Kim Camper at 4 this afternoon from Shula Steak 2, no less. Kim Camper this afternoon at 4, no Hank. I just mentioned that in passing. Now, we get any elaboration on that? Is there, um, nope. 
That was it? Yep. Who told you that? Miguel. And somebody told him. I see. So in other words, they're passing it down the hall? Sure. Uh, Linda McQuaig writes in the uh, Toronto Star yesterday. She's a Toronto-based author and political commentator. Fanning the flames of anti-Semitism. Speaking of Mel. Linda says, it's not often I go to a torture flick, and after seeing Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ, I know why. It's hard to imagine a more unpleasant way to spend two hours than watching the relentless thrashing of a human being, which is pretty much what goes on in this movie. It's also hard to imagine anyone leaving the theater feeling particularly uplifted. On the contrary, one emerges thrilled that the movie is finally over and marveling that there are people walking about on the street apparently not even trying to torture anyone. Of course, the bleak vision presented in the film, which includes a Satan character, fits well with the emergence of an intolerant fundamentalist mentality in which the world is neatly divided into good and evil, them and us. Even apparently secular institutions are getting into the fundamentalist swing of things. New York Times reporter Elizabeth Viewmiller put an astonishing question to Democratic frontrunner John Kerry in a televised debate last month. Is God on America's side, she asked, apparently unaware that this is the 21st, not the 15th century, and that she works for a newspaper, not an inquisition panel. Gibson has shrugged off criticism of this hugely controversial film, insisting that he's just telling the true story with all its blood and guts. Yet despite his claims of authenticity, the movie religiously follows the most standard of Hollywood conventions. The women are beautiful, Satan is bald and ugly, and the actor who plays Jesus clearly goes to the gym regularly and has his teeth so white they glow in the dark. The real Jesus would have been much shorter and slighter, and there's no reason to believe he was dropped dead handsome. But with a Don Knotts lookalike on the cross, who would have, uh, would this have been a blockbuster? More importantly, Gibson seems to embellish the story, greatly exaggerating the role of the Jews killing Christ. Meanwhile, the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, who had ultimate responsibility over who lived and who died, comes across as a decent and downright likable fellow, keen to do the right thing if only the Jewish mob wasn't so fixed on crucifixion. One keeps hoping, as the procession heads toward you-know-what, that maybe, just maybe, there'll be a last-minute intervention by that nice Mr. Pilate or his even more kindly wife. Elaine Pagels, a renowned historian of the early Christian period, pointed out in the New Yorker last week that this is a serious distortion to deflect responsibility from the Romans for arresting and executing Christ, which Gibson takes from the Gospels and makes even more extreme, is contrary to everything we understand about history. Those who wrote the Gospels, she explains, had reason to whitewash the role of the brutal, all-powerful Romans who didn't take well to criticism. Gibson was under no such constraints. This isn't exactly a trivial detail. The claim that the Jews killed Christ has been the feeding ground of anti-Semitism for centuries, all the way up to the Holocaust. Gibson, the son of a Holocaust denier, is presumably familiar with, with, familiar with this terrain. While Gibson isn't obliged to promote the Brotherhood of Man, is it too much to expect him to avoid vigorously fanning a flame that's led to so much hatred and misery throughout history? Yet the media have been soft on Gibson. A flattering cover story in People magazine last week recounted lightning striking during the filming and asked, Does Gibson have God on his side? Remember when reading the mainstream press was different than reading a Christian summer camp newsletter? Some high-profile commentators, including Barbara Amell and Rex Murphy, have argued that concerns about a rise in anti-Semitism shouldn't focus on Gibson's film, but rather, Murphy suggests, on the ferocity of criticism routinely directed at Israel. This is a death sleight of hand. Gibson, whose distortion of the facts may well breathe new life into the most potent and durable anti-Semitic allegation, is given a pass, while those who criticize the Israeli government over its illegal 35-year occupation of Palestinian land are tarred with a brush of anti-Semitism. Murphy even sweeps critics of Israel in with suicide bombers in his depiction of the new anti-Semitism. The suggestion that criticizing Israel is inherently anti-Semitic is, of course, being made with increasing frequency these days to silence critics of Israel, whose ranks include Jews inside and outside Israel, and even Holocaust survivors. Measured against the hauntingly anti-Jewish images in the Passion of the Christ, 
The suggestion that critics of Israel's military occupation of the new anti-Semites seems almost as silly and menacing as Gibson's film. Writes Linda McQuaig in yesterday's Toronto Star. You go, Linda. Nice going, eh? Well, that was very balanced and fair. Yeah, uh, how unusual. Just like on Fox. <laughs> right. <laughs> just like on Clear Channel. <laughs> right. Or, I'm sorry, just like on <laughs> Channel. Cloudy Channel, as Mo calls it. Remember that whole uh, routine of his yeah, on Cloudy boy, Channel? Yeah, that's so no. funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're just the best, Mo. You're just the best BS artist that money can buy. Boy, they're sure paying him a I lot get, for what I he's get doing. Because cloudy is like the opposite of clear. I see. I've been worried about that the whole time. I couldn't figure it out. We're not going to make our thousand votes today, which means that uh, Josh is going to be doing the show for the next couple of months. That's right. All by him alone. Some seven hundred and two <laughs> votes. They're not a chance. They're not a Chinaman's chance in purgatory making a thousand by uh, two o'clock, is there? And th this is not a kind of a poll that we should be having to like uh, force feed. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're just mesmerized by seeing that nude picture of downtown Julie Brown behind the beaded curtain there on NeilRogers.com. 702 votes. Why isn't the public up in arm? And you're right, they, they don't care. They just, uh, you know, we had some calls, but uh, they just don't care the way they should. It's you know, scary. They're stupid. Up in arms about the government's attempts to stifle free speech. Of course, in South Florida, they're so used to it, especially in Dade County. Maybe it's nothing new, you know. Because they're too stupid to understand it, 263 out of 706. Because the media is mostly ignoring it, 139. Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America, 124. There's John Kerry on there with some uh, uh, photo ops. What's what's he doing for us? Huh? Nothing. Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America, 124. Because they don't give a Schmidt, 73. Because they're lazy, 69. And because they don't have any leadership, only 39. So at least only 39 people out there blame it on a vacuum of leadership. Like scary John Kerry. Of being able to reach out to um, a number. Yeah, well, good for him. I'll vote for him 10 or 20 times, but man. He's real, real disappointing on many things. You know, he's uh, weak. He's weak, just like the Democratic Party, really weak. It was like, you know, the opponents of Hitler during WW2, during the all that stuff going on. They were kind of like weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then there were dead. Right. Hey, listen, if you're starving and want a break from the kitchen, let our friends at Emerald Coast take care of you and do all the cooking for you. Cook up a real feast. Start off with six different soups. Sample, sample dozens and zillions. Maybe even... About 30, man. Sucking the entrees, I think more than that. New York Strip made order in their sizzling Asian grill, along with that new seafood St. Jacques. Enjoy oysters on the uh, half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp scampi every night. If you still have room, try their hand-carved prime rib, their new Thai specialties, too. And don't forget, they promote healthy living at the Emerald Coast because they cook all of their fine cuisine with cholesterol-free oils. There's no cornstarch, no MSG, no crap. And the buffet features a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, fresh shrimp cocktail, too. And if you have any room left at the uh, end of this deal, which will be a miracle, but if you do, it's well worth trying the dessert station with Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, even fresh fruit. A perfect ending to a gigantic feast. Emerald Coast, three South Florida locations waiting for you. They're in Sunrise, Pine Island at 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd, North Miami Beach, and also at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. So take the family, book your next business lunch, and now let the folks at Emerald Coast cook up a real storm for you. Takeout and delivery always available, too. Call them at 954-572-3822. That's 954-572-3822 for the world-famous Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live and local. This is 5 City. The radio is all yours. QAM. Neil Young. I 
needed a new wooden leg, and I got it right away. Thank you, Joseph and Son. The veil on my fish cart broke, and like a miracle, I had a new one in less than an hour. Thank you, Joseph and Son. Hi, I'm Jesus Christ. You know, it ain't easy living in Jerusalem when you look like Peter O'Toole and you can't speak a lick of Aramaic. That's why here at Joseph and Son Carpentry Shop, you'll always receive quality work at miraculously low prices. Right, Bob? Sure. <laughs> so for the finest in custom wood crafting, from a bookcase to an ark, don't settle for any schlub who just builds crosses. Try Joseph and Son Carpentry Shop. Our work is guaranteed. My hand to God. 1246. Oh, God. At 560 WQAM. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Hope you got some good material for the rest of the week, Josh. I'll work on it. Because you're going to be uh, doing a show solo. In fact, you're going to be answering the phones. You're going to be taking the calls. You're going to be faxing yourself all the uh, material, right. doing the poll. Updating the website and running the spots. All oh, right. Oh, my. WQAM, hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Is Hank Goldberg going to be on today? <laughs> no, he's not. What is so funny? I'm, I'm, I'm not the one that's <gasps> laughing. George is laughing. No, he's not. Is he out sick or... What is the no, he's suspended by the radio station. He's suspended for bitching out our sales manager. Really? Oh, boy. Another Howard Stern case. No, I don't think it has nothing to do with Howard Stern. It has to do with our idiotic management. Oh, but I'm sort of similar. I beg your pardon? Sort of a similar case. No. No. Okay. Well, we miss him. And me, too. Thank Thanks. you. There's somebody misses you, Humper. Okay, we're on your side, Hank. <laughs> I can understand about it. Kimba Bocamper be on. I, I don't know any more about that because uh, this station just plays fast and loose with the truth. They, and then, of course, they, uh, the middle-level management people like Duff and Clarence, they threaten them with physical harm, with crucifixion on the corner of Ives, Deary, and 441 if they dare say anything. So, uh, you know, we're always in the dark. You don't hey, know what's going on. You know what you need to know, Buster. I see. Well, I'm here is what I need, and I'm pretty pleased about it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. We are not going to make that thousand votes by two o'clock. We got seven forty. Boy, that's pretty weak. About your free speech is being taken away. Radio shows are being taken off. TV is being watered down. And next, uh, I got that article about cable that I read every day. I'm going to do it again. Just that short part of it. I'll do it right now. Cable may also be targeted, and of course, don't forget about the MTV and about censoring the playlist now, which videos you're going to get to see, and this is a little bit too. Uh, everything now is being cut way back. Things that were okay five uh, weeks ago, uh, 20 weeks ago, 20 years ago, they were just fine, you know. Now, if anybody is offended, if anybody, any good Christian out there is offended by the kind of entertainment that you're listening to, or watching, or thinking about watching, or reading, well, guess what, mister? That's the end of you. Finito. <coughs> Frustrated by the profanity and nudity on television that culminated with Janet Jackson and Justin Tinkerbell's sexy Super Bowl dance, angry lawmakers raised the prospect of expanding the fight against indecency on television to include cable networks for the first time. Lawmakers, including Republicans usually wary of government regulation, raised the possibility of getting even tougher such as passing a three-strikes-and-you're-off-the-air law that would revoke the FCC licenses of repeat radio offenders. Reformers who focus on network TV are missing 85% of the story because 85% of Americans now get their TV programming from cable and satellite TV, FCC Chairman the amply asked Michael Powell said. Senator John McCain, Republican of Arizona, favored to say, well, that's just crap. Uh. 
Congress would have to change rules governing the FCC before the commission could expand its oversight of cable TV because cable is a subscription service that doesn't use the pubic airwaves and historically has been out of the FCC's jurisdiction. But in the aftermath of the Super Bowl halftime show, Congress may be willing to give the FCC greater authority over cable. God help you. That's all I can tell you, man. Because of about a second and a half of nudity of one partially covered breast. This is the excuse, and the rest of the Congress, including most of the Democrats, including just about everybody, says, Oh, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, massa. Yes, massa Christa. Oops. <laughs> I missed him in Roots. Yeah, he's in there. <laughs> was he one of those chicken fighters? He was Chicken Schmidt. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Don't rock the boat. You're all we got. Yeah. Don't I'm rowing it, man. I'm rowing the boat real slow. Hold it steady, please. Okay, I'm holding it real steady. See, there you go again. I'm holding steady. Right. No matter what you say, man, they're going to try to nail your ass. Oh, uh, see? Mm -hmm. Everybody's offended now. Oh, this was indecent, and that was disgusting, and this was obscene, and we're all offended here. Some of these people have been on here. How many years has Stern been on there doing the same thing? About 30, man. Pretty close to it. Same stuff. Yeah, so they paid some fines, and there always were some professional agitators out there complaining, you know. And, and by the way, the people who would do the complaints, they're not offended. They're just professional uh, Schmidt disturbers is all right. they are. Trying to trying to dictate public taste and trying to get this one fired, get that one fired. They're not fooling me. That's all they're trying to do is deprive you of the opportunity to make your own choices on what you find entertaining or amusing or interesting. Our country, and if we keep giving to the very, very wealthy and millionaires receiving a... Yeah, 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 yeah. Just stick with the same old tried and true crap, man. In the meantime, where is a political party? Where are some political leaders who will have the balls to stand up against this crap? They don't, don't exist. Know. Where the hell are they? Russ Feingold and Russ Feingold, that's it. That's all we got. And John Kerry says, well, but a clear channel that doesn't want him working on their station, they certainly have a... Yeah, they yup, yours, John. <laughs> Howard Dean was right. Life is a scream. WQAM, hello. Okay, sir. I uh, just, uh, just wanted to uh, mention something about uh, that call that you got a little earlier about the uh, Sun Pass. Yes. And uh, it, it, that sort of uh, exemplifies the network of corruption that Jeb has going in this state. Because uh, Sun Pass, their database system, is run by Choice Point of Texas, which is the same company that put together Catherine Harris's $4 million voter purge list. Oh, my God. And is also putting together the list for Poindexter's Total Information Agency. And get this, WorldCom got the data link contract to hook up all of the uh, fiber optic systems of the readers, the card readers. WorldCom? Yeah. And Arthur Anderson, now known as Accenture, manages yeah. the fund, which I don't know if you remember uh, when SunPass was first starting out, there was a lot of fund mismanagement and people were being overcharged. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's a serious network of corruption. with these. Well, good luck to America, sir. That's all I can tell you as okay. a former American. Good luck to you. Yeah, to you, too. Okay, thank you. I was oh, speaking of that. Wait till you hear this. You know that obnoxious, unctuous uh, Antonin Scalia, see, Nazi as as opposed to Nazi light, Nazi heavy duty. Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia spoke before an anti-gay rights group while the court was considering a major gay rights case last year. Newspaper reports. Huh. It's the third instance where critics say Scalia's actions create the appearance of a conflict of interest. 
The L.A. Times reports Scalia, generally regarded as the court's most ultra-conservative right-wing Nazi fascist member, spoke before Philadelphia's Urban Family Council on May 20th, two months after hearing arguments in a case concerning Texas's anti-sodomy statute. When the high court overturned that Texas law a month later, Scalia dissented forcefully, even taking the rare step of reading his dissent from the bench. Scalia had no comment for the Times story. Some legal scholars said Scalia's appearance raised no ethical concerns. For one thing, Scalia received no money for his address, refusing even reimbursement for his parking. With federal judicial rules, which the Supreme Court does not have to follow but uses as guidelines, prohibiting judges from participating in fundraising, Scalia insisted the dinner did not make a profit. Scalia did not mention gay rights in his speech, and the counsel was not a party to the case before the court last year. I don't see it as a problem, Northwestern University professor Stephen Lubet told the newspaper. Lots of organizations are engaged in litigation, hospitals, universities, the American bar, and it's too restrictive to say judges should not speak to those groups. But others told the Times that Scalia's speech went against judicial guidelines that instruct judges to avoid actions that would create in reasonable minds a perception that the judge's ability to carry out judicial responsibilities with integrity, impartiality, and competence... <laughs> is impaired. Well, I thought we already had that in his case. Under no matter where he speaks. The Urban Family Council is challenging a Philadelphia city statute granting rights to gay domestic partners. That case could possibly end up in front of the Supreme Court. The dinner was honoring, honoring uh, Anthony Bevilacqua, the anti-gay bishop of Philadelphia. It's nice to be able to say have a friend like Justice Scalia, council founder and leader William Devlin said. The Times has previously reported that Scalia flew on Vice President Dick Cheney's plane to go duck hunting with Cheney after the court accepted a case concerning Cheney's refusal to make public records from his energy task force. It did not involve a lawsuit against Dick Cheney as a private individual, Scalia said when asked about the trip last month. This was a government issue. It's acceptable practice to socialize with executive branch officials when there are not personal claims against them. That's all I'm going to say for now. Quack, quack. <laughs> Here. Cheney was also a speaker at the University of Kansas Law School. Was it, uh, let me say it again. Cheney was also a speaker at the University of Kansas Law School. Uh, was it, see, with its dean, while its dean, this is not my mistake, it's their bad on CBS.com, shame on you. While its dean was at that of two cases before the high court. I think Troy wrote this. Scalia was the subject of conflict of interest allegation during the 2000 recon dispute when he had one son at the law firm that handled the Bush campaign's arguments to the Supreme Court and another son in the firm that led the Republican court battle in Florida. In his dissent of the sodomy ruling, Scalia said the court has largely signed on the so-called homosexual agenda and has taken sides in the culture war. Scalia, who turned 68 this Thursday, was appointed by the unctuous right-wing President Reagan in 1986. But Ronnie says, don't blame me, I forgot about it. Piece of crap. Just, you remember how they made, they minimized the thing with CBS and the Reagan miniseries, how they tried to poo-poo that and make it into so very little? See, see how this all fits together now? Yeah. Mm -hmm, sure. How it all fit together very neatly now, like one big nice ball of wax. Speaking of ball of wax, I just did that thing again with a log on the floor. <laughs> hey, listen, it's just a force of habit, okay? Plus the fact that it's a Todd Drex spot. It may have been something subliminal, too, you know? They might have a little something to do with it. Oh, I shouldn't take it out of the account. They can't. They can't pick their own AE. I was thinking before. You know, Adam is our only like human salesperson. Would you agree with yeah. that? So far. Yeah, we have we have a sales. How many people in sales? About thirty, man. We have one who's like qualifies even as a member of the human race. We the rest of them like Troy. Wow, we used to until all of a sudden uh, somebody got to him. I think. I think it was that little uh, the little rub up he had with Screwan. I mean, run up. 
1257 at 560 WQM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fees, zero credit bureau fee, zero discounted points. So get yourself that new low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a mere 334 bucks a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, your payments are just 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get your new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never pay closing costs again. So call them toll-free, 1-866-395-LEND. To get the new low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move on to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get yourself that unbelievably low rate of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group. For details, call them toll-free, no obligation. Call 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. We're Sports Radio 560. Hi, all my favorite Republicans. This is Matt Drudge. And it's time for the... Excuse me, I'm floating. It's time once again for the Neil Rogers... One to two. Power... Have you been injured as a result of a wardrobe malfunction? Then you may be eligible to collect millions in damages from Janet Jackson. Do you suffer from any of the following damaged eyesight from staring at your TV from four inches away? I'm going blind. Carpal tunnel syndrome from rewinding your TiVo over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. So oh, and again. The end of this song. Oh, one more time. The end of this song. Oh! A home nipple piercing gone awry. Or chafing. Then join a class action lawsuit against Janet Jackson. Or Miss Jackson if you're nasty. Make Janet Jackson's downfall a windfall for you. Call 1-800-TITTLE-8-NOW. Suing Janet Jackson is not a substitute for getting a life, getting off your butt, and getting a job. 101 at 560 WQM. We got 786. I don't think we're going to make that thousand to you. No, I don't. Why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech? Even on this poll, we're not getting our usual phenomenal response, that emotional uh, outpouring from the audience. Because they're too stupid to understand it, 293. Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America, 143. Because the media is mostly ignoring it, 143. Because they don't give a schmidt, 83. Because they're lazy, 79. And because they don't have any leadership, 45. 786, we need 214 by uh, 2 o'clock. Can we do it? No. <laughs> good luck to you, Josh. By the way, the good news for Josh is that uh, in his debut solo show on QM tomorrow, he's got a Marlin game. 12.55. See? We're going to make it easy for you. We don't want to give you the whole four hours, you know, handled by yourself. Marlins at the Mets in Port St. Lucie, baby. And it says after the baseball game on my schedule, Hank Goldberg at the American Airlines Arena tomorrow. But I think it's going to be at the arena, or maybe not. I don't know. And then we got the Panther game here in Toronto tomorrow night at the ACC. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm somewhat surprised by the apathetic response to your poll today, but there's something that surprises me even more. I'm wondering why where are all these high-profile attorneys like Ellis Rubin and Roy Black and Barry Shekar and not taking up a civil class action on this whole censorship thing. Oh, Alice Rubin is too busy making himself a hero with the gay people that he used to despise. He's he's the new hero of gay marriage in South Florida. Well, that's true. I, I, and that's, 
I figured this guy's always jumping into cause celeb. But it was, what asked the ACLU? I mean, this is a civil liberties issue. Beats it out of me. I don't know. You know, it was very interesting this morning. They had some former Clear Channel shock jock, was the way they described him, who got suspended, but they just put him back on the air in a California market. Yeah. And, of course, while he said that, you know, um, I don't feel bad for Howard Stern. He's not my idea of the kind of shock jock. But I think it's wrong because what's happening to him is the government, without really legislating what can be on the air, is forcing what can or can't be on the air with these punitive penalties. Mm -hmm. And somebody needs to bring the definition of all this before the United States Supreme Court. Oh, good luck to us. I'm sure Justice Scalia will be delighted to uh, rule on that. Well, they can talk about it on the next duck hunting trip. Right. <laughs> I, I was just curious that with all the muscle that's behind some of these groups, nobody's thought of the idea of bringing a class action suit before the courts because it's a First Amendment issue. Yeah. Well, maybe we can find some other publicity on I mean, some other great defender of our freedoms out there. <laughs> Good luck to us, Pally. Thank you. See ya. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. See, uh, there's nobody coming forward for Howard Stern because uh, you know the media always uh, ripped him an ass. Oh, he's vulgar, he's crass, he's grotesque. So they don't come forward for people like him or for me or for anybody else or Bob and Tom or love love of the Bub Sponge. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. And, and meanwhile, just just like always happens every single time. Greg Reed manages to, to clench defeat from the jaws of victory. This man has got the biggest death wish of anybody I've ever seen in my life. Does he? He could he could screw up the Pope. This it's just amazing. Are we ever? Are we going to ultimately have a, a final disp disposition on what's going on with Hank or not? Who are you asking? I'm asking. Uh, just I'm just talking out loud. You know. I saw him huh? this morning. He let me in. I forgot my card. Maybe he knows. Ask the janitor. Maybe he probably knows more than we do. WQM. Hello. Okay. And uh, have a great day, whatever that was. WQM, hello. Uh, yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. Could you play, I have my father's... No, I can't. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. In fact, no matter what you want to hear, yeah. we can't play it. Okay? We it's can been play banned by the FCC. WQM, hello. How you doing? Okay. Uh, Hank gets suspended because he hates women, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that must be it. No, he hates Screw and Winnick, and so do all the rest of us, too. That's why. Schmuck. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Maybe there was one of Screw Ann's many, uh, friends. WQM, hello. Yeah, how are you? Yes, sir, bad phone. Yeah, sorry about that. Let me take off the speaker. Uh, Senator Kerry just stopped for lunch at a deli in Del Rey. Oh, great, man. Picking up where Wes Clark left off. He got a, he got a pastrami sandwich on the Oy. way up to West Palm Beach. All right. It's your friend Barry from Boca. I hope you have a great day, Neil. Okay, Barry. Thanks very much. And don't identify yourself ever again, please. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. That was my friend Barry from Boca that used to call me at home, uh, you know, and brag about how he knew my home phone number. 808 <laughs> votes. What? Uh, that's a true story. Oh, man. And just to bug me and then just play mystery man. And just, uh, you know, Barry, you're not my Stop friend, you. okay? Just Stop go you. away, Barry. Just saying? go away. Get Stop lost. You. 808. What do you think, Josh? Can we do it? Can we make that 1,000? No. Why do you say that? Well, we're gonna, they're going to have to make some moves. 
They're making a move right now, and when they get done, then they're going to go to their computer. Not everybody's got a PC in there in a, in the magic room, well, you know. You have a laptop. Oh, jeez. There he goes again. That's George. I disavow any relationship with what he just said. Okay. That sounds like excretory activity to me. Cut it out. Cut the crap. Oh. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Oh, my name is Mark. Am I on the air? Yes, Mark. Sounds just like you. Oh, I'm sorry, Neil. I, God. Stop saying you're sorry. What are you sorry about? Anyway. How are you I'll, supposed I'll to know? You're supposed to be some kind of a psychic? You don't know. I just punch it up and you're there. That's all. Thanks. Um, Neil, I was wondering, did you, first, just people, I've heard a couple people ask, like, where's the ACLU yes. on this? To be honest, you know, Infinity, if it wants to fight the FCC, they have the resources to fight. The ACLU is more designed for people who don't have the resources. Yeah. Um, you know, when the, when the government falls on a small person. If there's a teacher in Mississippi who gets fired for mentioning the word evolution. Right. She doesn't well, have I, I understand that, but this is, this is such a greater issue that, that above and beyond any individual company, in addition to which when they want to just arbitrarily create these, these wild, uh, fines that, that pro prohibit. I mean, you know, Infinity used to always pay the fines. You know, they paid a million here, 500,000 there. But when they want to impose fines that are like multi, multi millions that could put people out of business, uh, Infinity now is reduced to the level of virtually everybody else. Well, I understand, but I'm just saying if they wanted to challenge the new, you know, procedures in court, right. they, they have the resources to do that. And I would, I would bet the ACLU would file what's called an amicus brief in, the, in right. their favor supporting them. So, but I, no, I don't think I, Infinity's going to do that. I, I think I think they finally have gotten to them. I think they pushed them because don't forget, Infinity is owned by Viacom, which is CBS, and uh, they just sure. have too much at stake, too much to lose. Oh yeah, they, uh, on a number of fronts. Right. Um, you know, I was wondering, have you investigated uh, getting Canadian citizenship, or are you just living in Canada? Or well, I mean, I'm still a U.S. citizen, and I live, uh, you know, in Miami part of the time. But right. uh, no, I, I would like to uh, get out of the U.S. permanently. It would, it would please me no end. In fact, when I retire, I'm going to look into it. I mean, is there a way to get dual? I, I just didn't know if you had looked into it at all, dual Canadian. No, not really. I've talked to a couple of people about it, but once uh, once I'm through with this crap, I mean, this uh, fine uh, career of mine, that, uh, I'm going to check it out. Well, it looks like you're getting out at like exactly the right time. Yes. A couple more years of having to put up with this stuff. And one last question. I, I know there's a number of bits now you can't play. <laughs> yeah, was, oh, man, talk about the master, the master of understatement. Like how many thousand? About 30, man. Like about 30,000 that we can't play? I'm assuming a lot of those are, are, are Boca Brian brilliant bits. I mean, it's, it, this could be an opportunity for him, uh, you know, I don't know whether on your website or whatever. To, to market some of, you know, put them on CD or whatever. Yeah, no, and I, I suggested that a couple of weeks ago. I suggested that we take all of the band bits. But of course, at that time, that was just in the beginning of all this stuff coming down. And I thought it was going to be about a hundred bits and we could put like two discs out or something. Now it's going to be thousands. So I guess we could do like a, a different one a month. Oh, people would pay a big money to get the restitution song and Condoleezza. And, yeah. And, and all those classics. So, oh well, good luck to you, Neil. How we'll it goes. It. Thank you so much. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty con the lease and of course that was the beginning of it for us. Well, not the very beginning, but I mean that was uh, from a much broader perspective. That was the beginning of this new right wing crackdown. We're going to come down on everybody, and if you don't goose step along, man, if you're not a bush licker, then you're going to get big tourists. We're going to come and fine you fifty trillion dollars an hour. 
It's so ludicrous that it's, it's insanity. It's like the whole country's gone crazy as they sit around a table somewhere uh, with their big fat stogies and they just uh, start. They're probably laughing their asses off, making up these numbers. Oh, it's not going to be. It's not going to be two thousand to two hundred and seventy-five thousand. How about a half a million per violation? How many zeros can we fit on this page? Oh. So, in other words, if you should do something like five times, <laughs> well, that was four and a half. There you go. So that's two and a half million bucks right there. And that's just for starters. And the public sits back, but like that. All the trite cliches of history, man. Oh, it must never happen again. And how did people allow this to happen? And if we make the same mistakes and we don't learn from history, all this crap. Just talk. Talk is cheap, baby. Except on this show. And by the way, payday is on uh, Wednesday, Clarence. Do something useful, okay? Please. That's about all he can do. Besides servicing the beast, that's about the only useful thing that Clarence can do is get that paycheck there on time. Get it in that box, baby. Just have the money delivered, uh, hand, hand over uh, my fist. Now, how are we doing here? We've got a shot. 836. Yeah, I think we got a shot. If we can get to 900 by, um, bottom of the hour. Everybody who's listening's got to get to that the computer and vote two, three, four, five times, and then take a look at the downtown Julie Brown behind the beaded curtain, of course. Yes, yes. Oh, you wait, Neil. We're going to get the internet next, and it's going to be uh, c uh, cable TV, and then it's going to be satellite radio. All you perverts out there, you're not going to be. And see, just coming back from Europe, this is like such—it's just uh, mind-boggling, you know. Being in Berlin and Amsterdam where everything is just wide open and you turn on your TV and there's like all kinds of X-rated stuff. And uh, over-the-air television, we're not even talking about cable. And the world isn't coming to an end there. The only thing they all agree on is uh, no Bush, no Bush, no Mo. Get rid of them. No more Bush. The world is uh, crap in their pants. How we can survive another four years of this fascism, this creeping insanity. Hey, if you're in a dead-end job... If you're underpaid and overworked, how'd you like to have yourself a new high-paying career? But you don't have to spend four years in college to get the training for it. You don't have to spend all the money for college. All you have to do is make one easy phone call to our friends at Fast Train. Call them at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN because they can have you trained and certified for a high-paying computer network professional career in as little as four, four short months. And anybody who's handling a, handing over their account to Todd Reck, they ought to be certified, you think? Absolutely. You can be fully trained and ready for that new career in as little as four short months, like I think I just said only moments ago. And Fast Train offers day, evening, and weekend classes to fit around your schedule. Fast Train offers job placement assistance, financial aid for guys who qualify, too. Fast Train has got seven convenient Florida locations to serve you as well. So there's bound to be one fairly nearby you. So don't wait. Pick up that phone and call Fast Train today because in just four short months, you'll be on your way to turning your life around and having a new high-paying computer career. Call that toll-free number, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, or check them on that worldwide wicked web at FastTrain.com. Don't delay. Call them today, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Want a full investigation? The children, the children. What about the children, the children, the children? I want a full investigation. The children, the children. What about the children, the children, the children? What about the children? Like a cow, wanna know where to poop that. Drop a cow by a gal, they'll teach that. He don't want you to ever to see that. All to do, all to think, all to say crap. And I'm qualified to spoil this brat. Got the gig as a kid from his old man. 
Right there, Michael. Take a look at it. Uh, 860 vote. Now we're going to need 140 by uh, 2 o'clock. we got a shot. we got an outside chance. Josh Cordes may be making his first solo debut filling in tomorrow. And we only got two hours and 55 minutes, like we said. Got the Marlins and the Mets in Port St. Lucie. That exhibition baseball gets some real big numbers, you know. That's really good stuff. So give it a shot on neilrogers.com. Take a look at downtown Julie Brown if you're over the age of 40. And when you're through doing that, take a puke on our poll and uh, vote on it, please. This is a nice fax here. Who's this from? Oh, we don't know. But it says, uh, what a great letter from Bette Midler. Bravo, it says. This is a letter from uh, Bette Midler to President Bush. I think it's amazing, says this fax here. Dear President Bush, today you called upon Congress to move quickly to amend the U.S. Constitution and set in federal stone a legal definition of marriage. I would like to know why. In your speech, you stated that this amendment would serve to protect marriage in America, which I must confirm. Fest confuses me. Like you, I believe in the importance of marriage and feel that we as a society take the institution far too lightly. <coughs> in my circle of family, friends, and acquaintances, the vast majority have married and divorced some more than once. Still, I believe in marriage. I believe there's something fundamental about finding another person on this planet with whom you want to build a life and family and make a positive contribution to society. I believe that we need more positive role models for a successful marriage in this country, something to counteract the images we get bombarded with in popular culture. When we're assaulted with images of celebrities of varying genres, be it actors, sports figures, socialites, or even politicians who shrug marriage on and off and like the latest fashion, it's vitally important to the face of our nation, for our children and our future, that we have a balance of commitment and fidelity with which to stave off the negativity. I search for these examples to show my own daughter so that she can see that marriage is more than a disposable whim, despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary. As a father, I'm sure you face these same concerns and difficulties in raising your own daughters. Therefore, I can also imagine you must understand how thrilled I've been over the past few weeks to come home and turn on the news with my family. To finally have concrete examples of true commitment, honest love, and steadfast fidelity was such a relief and joy. Instead of speaking in the hypothetical, I was finally able to point to these men and women standing together for hours in the pouring rain and tell my child that this is what it's all about. Forget Brittany, forget Kobe, forget Strom, forget about all the people we know who have taken so frivolously the pure and simple beauty of love and tarnished it so consistently. Look instead at the joy in the beautiful faces of Del Martin and Phyllis Lyon, 51 years together. I mean, honestly, Mr. President, how many couples do you know who are together for 51 years? I'm sure you agree that this love story provides a wonderful opportunity to teach our children about the true meaning and value of marriage. On the steps of San Francisco City Hall, rose petals and champagne, suits and veils, horns honking and elation in the streets, a celebration of love the likes of which this society has never seen. This morning, however, my joy turned to sadness, my relief transformed into outrage, and my peace became anger. This morning I watched you stand before this nation and belittle these women, the thousands who stood with them, and the countless millions who wished to follow them. How could you do that, Mr. President? 
How could you take something so beautiful, a clear and defining example of the true nature of commitment, and declare it to be anything less? What is it that validates your marriage, which somehow doesn't apply to Del Martin and Phyllis Lyon? By what power, what authority are you so div divinely imbued that you can stand before me in this nation and hold their love to a higher standard? Don't speak to me about homosexuality, Mr. President. Don't tell me that the difference lies in the bedroom. I would never presume to ask you or your wife how it is you choose to physically express your love for one another, and I defy you to stand before Del Martin and Phyllis Lyon and ask them to do the same. It's none of my business, as it is none of yours, and it has nothing to do with the sanctity of marriage. I'm sure you would agree that marriage is far more than sexual expression, which it's high time we all started focusing on all the other aspects of relationship which holds together over the course of a lifetime. Therefore, with the mechanics of sex set aside, I ask you again, what makes a marriage? I firmly believe that whatever definition you derive, there are thousands upon thousands of shining examples for you to embrace. You want to protect marriage. I admire and support that, Mr. President. Together as a nation, let us find and celebrate examples of what a marriage should be. Together, let us take couples who embody the principles of commitment, fidelity, sacrifice, and love, and hold them up before our children as role models for their own futures. Together, let us reinforce the concept that love is about far more than sex, despite what popular culture would like them to believe. Please, for the sake of our children, for the sake of our society, for the sake of our future, do not take us down this road. Under the guise of protection, do not support divisiveness. Under the guise of unity, do not endorse discrimination. Under the guise of sanctity, do not devalue commitment. Under the guise of democracy, do not encourage this amendment. Bet Midler. Nice. You Good go, letter, Bet. Is it going to have any impact? No. No, not on uh, the Bushmeister, because he's too busy pandering to all those goody two-shoes religions out there, the Jesus Christers, man. The Bible says this. He made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> Let's see. What can us the masses do, says this fax. I have two uh, kids and a wife that works nights. Yes, I'd like to take to the streets at this moment. My hands are tied. Maybe I could hire a Haitian maid to watch my children, hire Beasley to make my money multiply by exponential numbers. I would join a massive demonstration, but I can't. It will eventually become a grassroots movement from the youth of students, Kent State. It will happen, but we we'll have to reach the children so that 18-year-olds can carry guns in America. What does that mean? Uh, I was hoping you could explain it. We have to reach the children so that 18-year-olds can carry the guns in America. Oh, well, I see. Not best expressed there in the end, but I think I catch the drift. At any rate, I can tell you one thing you can do right now. That's say goodbye to Clear Channel in South Florida and anywhere else you might be listening. Find out what your Clear Channel stations are in your market and just turn them off. Say goodbye, Clear Channel. Bye-bye. See ya. And if you don't know what the stations are in South Florida, just look on our website. As you're perusing and going to vote and take a look at downtown Julie Brown. 887, 113 to go in uh, 36 minutes. Can we do it, Josh? Sure, why not? You don't sound too enthusiastic. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, seriously, we've done better than that. 113 in uh, 36 minutes, that's how many? Two is 72, about three a minute. Piece of cake, one every 20 seconds on neilrogers.com. And like I said at the beginning of the show, and even a couple of callers have mentioned, why, why and, and George told me this before the show today, because I was wondering, I mean, you know, I, I can't listen over there when I, I'm in the Internet Cafe, there's no audio, so I can just go online and see what the polls are and read the different stories, what's going on. And I was wondering to myself, what in the world, how can you possibly be handling this? Because, you know, my vacation just happened to drop in at a time where you can't say anything anymore, you know? Yeah. And knowing you, what a foul-mouthed uh, cretin you are. A potty mouth. Right. The filthy brain. Lava-loving, uh, filthy potty-mouthed spick who's going to burn in hell. I'm wondering, what the hell is uh, he doing for a show? And then George tells me this morning, oh, nobody really cared. I tried talking about this, and nobody yeah. seemed to care. I just preached the word of the Lord. No, seriously, I mean, what, what is that all about? What does it take to make people understand? And I'll say it again, it isn't about Howard Stern, okay? 
It's about Howard Stern and everybody else. That's the problem. I mean, Howard Stern is best, you know, he's the best example of it, but it's about him and everybody else. It's going to take boxcars. 26 past 1 at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at 2. Kim Bocamper in for, uh, at 4 this afternoon from Shula State 2. Seriously, if we, if we, if we have another major QAM crisis on our hands now over an incident so, at least from what I'm hearing, I wasn't there, I didn't see it, you didn't see it, but it was so relatively, uh, meaningless. How is it possible that people can keep shooting themselves in the feet over and over and over again? Oh, Greg, how can you keep doing it, baby? 26 after 1 at QM, like I think I said only moments ago. Dial a mattress knows nothing's more important than the safety of your family. Unfortunately, thousands of Americans die every year in home fires involving mattresses. A common myth is that these are careless cigarette smokers, but statistics show for sure that the vast majority of these fires are started by children playing with matches. CERTA now offers a new line of fire-retarded mattresses called Fire Blocker to dramatically slow the spread of fires and give families critical time to escape. They're also more comfortable, durable, and supportive than ever, so you won't sacrifice comfort for safety. According to the new regulations, all new mattresses will be fire-retarded within a year. Until then, CERTA is the only major brand exceeding this fire safety standard today. And Dollar Mattress is the only retailer who can deliver a new CERTA fire blocker to you today. All you have to do is make that one easy call. I've been telling you about these folks for years. 1-800-MATTRESS for same-day delivery. Dollar Mattress has got CERTA fire blocker in the traditional double-sided design, so you get two beds for the price of one, which double the protection. Dollar Mattress takes your family's safety seriously and is proud to be among the nation's first retailers to offer you this new line of fire blocker mattresses. So call them today and sleep well and great tonight and for a long time to come like I've been doing for years with their mattresses. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out online at mattress.com. Live, live and local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Absolutely. At 560 WQAM. Alex Bennett, Steve Kane, Nick Lawrence, Scotty Chapin, Mike Glora, Scott Schwartz, Herman, and McBean. Oh! Gail Bright, Coleman Chandler, Sandy Deal, April Wortham, Glenn Wilde, Steve Stanzel, don't forget Bill Wise. Oh! Sharon Mahoney, Johnny Dolan, Aileen Epstein, Amos Goble, and Hummel, Stan Major, Dorothy McIntyre. Surprise, Barry, Larry, Pottle, Connie Thorpe, Sharon Francis, Joan Hans, Sister Squeezel, and the Pair of Park. Oh! We can't forget the people. Though we try to hide them and forget we knew them, they used to work beside us. Even though there's times they made us lose our minds. Henry Barrow, Rick, Alpern, Tim, Dean, Gary, Bruce, Jeff, Clark, Johnny Dark, and Joseph Gacky. <laughs> Hank Goldberg, Mac Green, Marvin, Roman, Laura Reed, Stephanie, Lewis, Gwen, Edwards, don't forget McQueen. These aren't all the people. Who are still here working, and Neil's still burping. We are all just people who are out there giving just to make a living. I would like to exterminate rabbits. What's up, Doc? And we're out there giving just to make a living. We are... Well, guess what? Bette Midler didn't write that. It was written by a blogger named Steph, says Eric. Oh, now you tell me. So I can just see the headlines all over the Internet tomorrow. Neil Rogers, first he had Catherine Harris dead, and now he makes a mistake that Ben Midler wrote that. That was a great letter. 
What difference does it make who wrote it when you come right down to it? I wrote it. I think Eric wrote it. Here's a fax that says, I don't know who wrote it because it didn't have it. It says, name, name withheld for fear of prosecution, <laughs> and rightfully so. It says, I just mentioned this in passing. My attempts to listen to Howard Stern from the Beasley station in Fort Myers are not thwarted by geography, but instead by a gigantic pirate radio station with uninterrupted coverage from Miami Beach to Coral Springs and beyond. The station regularly advertises parties and has a large following of loyal listeners and callers, so the possibility that something indecent, whatever that moving target lands means today, may be getting out over the people's airwaves somewhere clearly takes precedence over every other task on the FCC's to-do list. Now you're catching on. I have, by the way, written to everyone and their grandmother regarding this nauseating move and the need to remove all clear channel stations from radio presets and stop patronizing their advertisers, name withheld for fear of prosecution. Just say no. goodbye to clear channel. Bye-bye. That's the message to Pete Bolger and uh, Lowry Mays. Bye-bye-bye. Willie Mays. Bye-bye-bye. John Hogan. Bye-bye-bye. Dave Ingraham. Bye-bye-bye. All those goyim. Bye-bye. Who did I leave off? Oh, and what's your name, too? What's her that name? Bitch, Ronna Fink Wolf, oh. Wolf Fink, Rat Fink. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Did I ever mention that this business really blows? Did I mention that? Not in the past thirty seconds. Good news though for Josh. Josh is going to have a few more days, I think, to polish up his uh, broadcasting skills because we got nine thirty five. We got a real shot now, and, and see, you have little faith. He doesn't understand the power of oh, the show yet. Well, He's starting to catch on. Contrary. I beg your pardon. Somebody's got to be contrary, gratuitously. I see. Oh, you mean you're not doing that anymore? <laughs> Josh, I hadn't noticed. 943, we only need 57 votes to get to 1,000 during the show, which we do every now and then. In fact, that's becoming more regular, isn't it? Especially since we have those very tasteful pictures on there in our beaded curtain section. Yes, it's an exclusive <laughs> of, our, of our website. Area. So that wasn't written by Bette Midler, so, uh, but it sounded pretty good. It was good sentiment, and it killed some good time. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. QM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Thought I'd help your show out today. It kind of really blows. Yeah. But uh, you know, you can't help it. You're coming after George, and God, yeah. we hate uh -huh. George. So what? What do you got for us today, sir? That's so good. Uh, considering the rest of our show blows, nothing. Obviously, nothing. Moron, jackass, clown, idiot, simpleton. Five six seven oh five sixty. I got news for you, sir. What you're getting out of this show today is more than you you, you deserve. But that's South Florida for you, baby. Never going to change. Like them billboards, though. Oh! Nice going, Greg. You idiot. WQM. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You forgot one category on your uh, poll. And what was that? They're too afraid to say anything. Really? Yeah. Okay. They're afraid of repercussions from what uh, what might happen if they uh, speak out against it. I'll be damned. I think their okay, phones may, maybe their phones are being traced like yours is right now. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. Five, they're out of material. This audience, okay? I really thought that. Uh, and, but you, you warned me. You told yeah. me I wouldn't listen to you. I'm stubborn. I'm a stubborn old mule. Good thing that we got that short show tomorrow with that Marlin uh, Mets game on. It's going to have a big, big audience, man. And Marlin baseball. We love the Marlins. They are the champs. Da 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 da. I get the cramps. Oh yeah. 9.43, let me refresh that baby one time. we got 25 minutes to go here. I don't want to count our chickens before they hatch. we got the Mad Dog. Jim managed it, too. All right. He's still on the air. All right. That's one thing. All your favorites seem to be disappearing like crazy here in this business. 9.54, like falling off a log, man. 46 to go. No no sweat. That's only like uh, more than, what, 25? Not even to a minute. Oh, we could do that. WQM, hello. 
can we get Pharrell back? No, we can't get Pharrell back, okay, schmuck? Can you get Pharrell back? Let me say it again, even though the guy's an idiot. Uh, Pharrell, uh, we had a spy report on Pharrell in Atlanta who's just uh, talking about what kind of dog he's going to get and who keeps saying he needs the money and he's apologizing, he can't say this and he can't say that. And that was the problem in the first place. Yeah, you get Pharrell back, right. There you go. That might be uh, the uh, the answer, huh? Maybe Greg is going to bring Pharrell back to do afternoon. Sure. That, how, how many minutes will that last? About 30, man. Until the first big rack and big D, until one of those uh, goes on the air. WQAM, hello. How you doing now? Okay, sir. Um, that show with George and Suds yeah. really kicked butt. I'm right. They should they should keep him on with George. I already like George's show, but it made it even better. Well, so look, if they would pay the guy a few bucks, that's the only reason Suds. I, I think even if uh, George would feed him every day, he would show up. Oh yeah. <laughs> and by the way, the agnostic thing. Yeah. It's just a uh, you know what the definition is: scared atheist. Right, Take care, exactly. Neil. Yeah, well said. <laughs> that's a shot at you, George. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always, always told you that in the first place. So I know, uh, you're wrong, Ben. So is he. But uh, whatever. whatever you want to say, right? Who cares? We the agnostics and the atheists don't have an argument. It's those other people. Right. That's right. We're not trying to force it down anybody's throat, okay? And the uh, belief either. Oop! There he went again. See? You just can't. I think that was triple on Tond, if you ask mm -hmm. me. Let's talk very simple. Oh, you're probably wondering how come I played that old Mitch Lewis bit. Why did you play that old Mitch Lewis bit? Because it was in there. Oh. And it, it doesn't, you know it doesn't have anything that needs to be bleeped oh, out. Yeah. Well, there's only you. about how many are left in there out of 5,000? About 30, man. That we can still play. Now, I, exactly I play that in honor was. of Mitch Lewis because he's, he's redoing that thing for us. And because he's such a genius. Rectum. And a great guy. Rectum. And uh, we had, you know, and there were a lot of uh, Amos uh, Goebel, uh, Joseph Goebbels. What was that name on there? Amos, Amos. Goebel. Who, wasn't he an engineer or something? Yes. And I would be. Amos Goebel, right. Was he bald-headed guy? Sure. Really bald. I love his cookies, though, those famous Amos. Careful. I, I, I know. You noticed I said famous Amos. You'll see, man. I'm going to be so antiseptic. It's going to be like somebody sprayed your radio with Listerine from the inside. That's how antiseptic the Neil Rogers show is going to be. We're going to be so clean, man, that, it's going to have, that a team of bacteriologists uh, could come in here and investigate and not find nothing wrong. Squeaky. Squeaky from a squeaky clean. 900 and what do we got? 9.79, 21 to go in 22 minutes, not even one a minute. You're home free, man. Although you probably want to do the show tomorrow. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. Were you? Too bad. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, I was watching, uh, you know, uh, Mazaka Group. That I'm a liberal Democrat, but uh, I too the other side. Bye, bye, bye! Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> And, uh, uh, that's the only reason I can watch that show so I can see the end when he says bye bye. I like that part. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this week, no. but Lawrence O'Donnell, who's, you know, you know his background. Right. So, um, he said, uh, I remember him saying this two years ago. He said, John Kerry will win, be winning, uh, two years from today, we'll winning the nomination. Yeah. And I thought, oh, been drinking too much, smoking, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. Who, him or you? Yeah. No, no. Um, uh, actually, I'm taking medication. I, I uh, see. Uh, but uh, could have fooled me. No, it's the truth. And, and so, uh, in closing, yes. In closing, he predicted that John Kerry would win the election. All right. Thanks for the good news. Well, that's good. I mean, Kerry, you know, he uh, pisses me off in many, many ways. But we're not going to get perfect. We're not going to get what we hope for. All we're going to get is a big improvement and maybe, like, uh, like I said, a buffer. 
Right? Everybody needs a buffer. Yeah, lots of buffers. In fact, we always say on this show, don't take beer, take buffering. Right. If you're suffering, take buffering, huh? Beer don't rhyme with the suffering. Although they sure know how to inflict it. 20 till 2 at 560 WQM. If you're looking for a fun original gift for somebody's birthday, a new baby, or maybe for St. Patty's Day, uh. just send him a beer gram from Vermont Teddy Bear. Just call toll-free 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose from over 100 beers personalized for your loved one and delivered in their famous gift box with a free card and chocolate, too. You can choose from bears like the new baby bear with the baby's name and birthday embroidered on the bib. They have some lucky bears for St. Patty's Day, too, like the new leprechaun bear and the Irish bear with a kiss-me tattoo on his arm. That's his arm. Overnight Saturday delivery guaranteed. So call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at VermontTeddyBear.com. Show you care, send a bear, the creative, the much-appreciated alternative to flowers for any occasion. That's 1-800-829-BEAR. Be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call while we still have time. 1-800-829-BEAR. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Them. Hell, it damn near killed them. All right. Here's another one we can still play today. Now the Pope depends on you. Forty-five at five sixty WQM. Kiss your radio. That's all I can tell you, man. Kiss your radio while you still can kiss it. You know what I mean? <laughs> According to the Prince.org site, Bet Midler did write that letter, which was apparently passed out at her concert. That—that's what it said in the beginning of the thing, which I failed to read. She passed it out to everybody who attended the concert. So she did write. It. Obviously, she wouldn't have written it. Why would she have passed it out, right? Right. All these nitpickers out there. Well, she did this. Hey, Erica Bugoff. Okay, he's uh, all that good work he did before with those clear channel stations on there. He's undermining himself a little bit now. Of course, he's busy in that beaded uh, section behind the beaded, uh, the velvet rope. What does this say? Florida General Manager Rick Dudley says there's a fair chance forward Valerie Burry will be dealt by the deadline Tuesday. Well, let's see. That's tomorrow. That's right. March 9th trading deadline. Well, isn't that exciting? Anybody excited about the Panthers? No, no. They'll be here tomorrow night. Jeff Rimmer will be here uh, trolling for free food in Toronto. Actions taken by EchoStar's Dish Network may result in WFOR signal being removed from your Dish Network service. CBS and WFOR deeply regret any inconvenience to our viewers. <coughs> we're continuing to try. Oh, and by the way, we're over a thousand votes. Easy. We made it easy, Josh, with a segment to go, huh? Ye of little faith. All right. 1013. Oh, let's talk about Danny Marino. How's he doing in that new position as a dolphin guy? <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm sorry. 
We'll remind our viewers that our signal remains available over the air as well as from DirecTV and your local cable operator. This section may also affect other Viacom channels on Dish Network, such as Nickelodeon and Comedy Central. Call Dish Network now at 1-800-333-DISH and tell them you want to keep the channels you paid for. We'll continue to advise you. So let's see, it's Channel 4. So that means that if this stays off there, we don't have to see Angela Ray anymore, right? So don't call Dish Network. Uh, they've made a good choice. Leave it alone. Oh, now wait till you hear this. From uh, Newsday. A transcript subpoenaed in the CIA leak probe reveals that the White House press operation began efforts to personally discredit former Ambassador Joseph C. Wilson days before a columnist blew the cover of the CIA officer wife. As Newsday reported Friday, a federal grand jury served three subpoenas on the White House in January for Air Force One telephone records and a transcript of a press briefing during the presidential trip to Africa the week before Robert Novak's July 14 column identifying CIA officer Valerie Plame. The grand jury also subpoenaed White House records of staff contacts with an expanded list of more than two dozen reporters who wrote or broadcast about administration concerns over Plame Wilson and a CIA report that rejected rumors Iraq tried to buy uranium in Niger. The White House Friday confirmed it received subpoenas. We're still in the process of complying fully, said spokesman Scott McClellan. <laughs> right. The efforts to discredit Wilson came after he went public July 6th with criticism of President W. for mentioning the uranium rumor in January 2003 in a State of the Union address, which helped make a case for the Iraq war. And he subpoenaed, and you know what really I'm starting to think about that just frost my ass, what which you don't see any today? of it, any of it on the European news, anywhere. That whole Operation Iraqi Freedom, okay, <laughs> where, where did that come from? I think it was called Saving Face, Saving, uh, Covering Your Ass, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and of course the media dutifully said, oh, absolutely, we'll put the big banner up there, we're uh, having this glorious, wonderful operation so we can free the poor, oppressed Iraqi people. Right. Right. Who are you kidding? Anyway, so there's the deal. It's, uh, they're out of the closet. Bunch of scumbags smearing everybody in their path. And the thing about Howard Stern, you know, in the beginning I thought maybe there was a little bit of paranoia, you know? Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that maybe anybody who's anti-Bush won't be on there very uh, much longer. Except some of us who are broadcasting from outside the country, perhaps. Here's your friend Puerto Rican Ralph is pissed off about the Hebrew hammer. It says that we want the Hebrew hammer back. Pronto, Tonto, or we'll boycott sporting events, the morning show, and the draft party. We're mad as hell, that was funny. and we're not going to take it anymore, says a PR Ralph, about uh, the humper. If you tune in late, Hank had a contretemps, a little run-in with uh, Screw Ann Winnick, our obnoxious sales manageress, uh, last Tuesday in our parking lot out there at QAM. Words were exchanged. Uh, I guess he went inside the building and then sought her out and further exchanged some words, like maybe, and then a couple of, one or two of those. And as a result, he was told to go home. Go home, fat man. And he was suspended, although it was supposed to be a big secret, I guess, at the time. And then, uh, I guess by the end of the week, it was supposed to have all uh, cooled off, but evidently not. Lawyers got involved, and Greg Reed started, like, again, talking uh, through his ass, through Barry Jackass and the Herald, making all kinds of uh, obnoxious comments. And as a result, the humper is, uh, I don't know, we don't know what the deal is. We know he's not on today. That the very, very fine gentleman, Kimba Bocamper, who's about eight feet tall, so we always speak very nicely about him, but who's a, uh, you know, a, a fine fill-in once in a great while. I guess that's the best way to talk about Kimba, right? A fine figure of a man. A fine figure of a man who's really a very apt to fill in once in a great while, like maybe once every few months. About 30, man. Every uh, 30, uh, 20 months, something like that. And of course, but, uh, by he'll... fine, I mean huge. Right. That's why we speak very kindly, because he could step on you like a gnat. Just crush your ass in no time. At any rate, we got well over a thousand votes. Thank you very much. We see we we stirred him a little bit here. 
2022. Now, like I said, if we don't have 1100 by 2 o'clock, <laughs> oh. why isn't the public up in arms about the government's efforts to stifle free speech? Bubba the Love Sponge, Howard Stern, Bob and Tom, you name it, that bitch out there in California that got canned. What is going on here, man? When things that have been on the air for 20, 30, 40 years and more, and everybody thought, oh, that's pretty funny stuff, huh? I like it, maybe I, I don't listen to it, whatever. And now all of a sudden, if you were going to find you $50 trillion, that's right, you farted, it smelled like, uh, it smelled bad, like an egg fart. Now it's going to be $100 trillion. Egg farts are double. <laughs> know, they are. <laughs> They're the worst. Double the trouble. And cabbage farts. If you drop a big bubble. No, now don't get into this too deeply, okay? See, there you go again. Quadruple entendre. Why aren't they up in arms? Because they're too stupid to understand that 386 of you said that. Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America, 187. Because the media is mostly ignoring it, 181. Because they're lazy, 109. That actually did pretty good. Because they don't give a Schmidt, 102. And because they don't have any leadership, 59. I'm glad to see this audience, at least, isn't putting the onus on uh, the bonus, okay? And pointing the finger at somebody else saying, you need to uh, lead us down the uh, path of righteousness and bullcrap, huh? People ought to be marching on Washington right now. They ought to be knocking on, just like those lunatic Republicans that invaded uh, Dade County. Let us in. Let us in when they were busy rigging the 2000 election. They ought to be marching on the FCC right now. They ought to be like ripping apart uh, Michael Powell's colostomy bag as we speak right now. And I bet she's got a big one. You see that picture we got on the website? Oh, oh. my. And local. This is Sports Radio I hope this is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Tired of playing FCC fans for me. Feeling so censored. My show is now sterile. Don't know what you expect me to be. But under arrest next, take me off my show. Shock shocks have got to go, that stern has got to go. Every word that I say is under the microscope. Don't know who's next to go, get a mine or hit the road. Might become so bland, radio everywhere. It becomes so bad, everything we How do you like that? I like it just fine. We're all admiring it. I just recorded it during the break myself. It's, uh, ooh, I, like <laughs> I like the way it ends there, too. 156 at 560 WQM. just, uh, censorship is alive and well in America. Freedom is dead. Make no mistake about it. It's a depressing message. Freedom is dead. You ain't free no more. If you thought you were free before, you ain't free no more. And that's just the way it goes. Take it or leave it. Anyway, national standard. This is back from the uh, memo we received from our corporate, uh, Mavens at Beasley. National standard of patent offensiveness for those people who are trying to understand what is permissible on the air and what is not. In order to be found indecent, the language involved, whether explicit, double entendre, innuendo, or sound effects, must constitute a patently offensive description or depiction of sex act, organ, or excretory function. In determining whether language is patently offensive, however, it's important to recognize that 
Local community standards are not used. Now, see, this again is just arbitrary. They just changed this. It was always local community standards, as if there was such a thing. Rather now, the FCC considers whether an average adult listener in the U.S., you know, somebody like Gilbert, <laughs> will rely on his own expertise in determining the standards of the average adult listener. I, I skipped a sentence. Rather, the FCC considers whether an average adult listener in the U.S. would find the broadcast matter patently offensive, and the FCC will rely on its own expertise in determining the standards of average adult listener, which is code for censorship. We'll decide. We'll just make it up as we go along. Gotcha. For this reason, the FCC has held that actual popularity among adults residing in a market where program airs will not insulate material from finding of indecency. In other words, you could have an 80 share, but nevertheless, uh, no matter how many people like you, if we don't like it, you're screwed. How do you like that? Uh, I don't. For a pile of crap. Now, what is this thing you just faxed me now that we're almost at Soldier for the Truth Exposing Bush's Talking Points War? I just sent you the first page, not all nine. Oh, there's nine pages? Well, we certainly don't have time today, but I can peruse it. In fact, if I find this interesting, I can also uh, get the rest of it online. And if not, you can save a lot of paper. Well, that's good. I'll, I'll put that in my pile. Okay, we got a lot of crap going on, man. Heavy-duty crap. I don't know if I can say... Can I say heavy-duty stuff going on? Why isn't the public up in arms? When is it? What does it take to get the American people pissed off and fired up to get them to action to say, hey, this has got to stop? And I keep coming back to that 10% of that poll we took that day. Well, we don't really... We didn't like Howard Stern anyway, so we don't care. Right! Howard Stern today, Neil Rogers tomorrow, the Mad Dog on th uh, Thursday. Who the hell knows what it'll be on Friday? Mother Goose Fairy Tales on Friday. 1,045 votes because they're too stupid to understand it. 396. Because freedom of speech is just a saying in America, 192. Because the media is mostly ignoring it, 136. 186, because they're lazy, 110, because they don't give a Schmidt, 102, because they don't have any leadership, 59 of 1,045 votes. Wasn't even close. Topped 1,000 easily, like I said, like falling off a slippery log. Mad Dog is coming up next at 2 o'clock. Be on your best behavior now, Mad Dog. We can't afford to lose any more slots in this lineup now. It's like a comeback from vacation and like, where the hell is everybody, huh? Where's the humper? Where's the Hebrew hammer, man? What's going on at QAM? And like I said, I want to make this very emphatic. Whatever he said about Scruan, I triple that emotion. I quadruple it, multiply it times 50 million, and it still ain't enough. Kimba Bocamper for the Hebrew hammer at four. I, I guarantee I'll bet Greg's life on it. Hank will be back tomorrow afternoon. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Piazza is gay.